Today FM. It's that time of the week again. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the Dermot and Dave Show Best of Podcast. Aye, aye. But not if you're driving. Definitely don't sit back. In fact, sit up now. <laughs> hey, you should do this. Hey, I'm from a record company. Uh, my name is Steve Music, and I'm from a record company. I love what you're doing there. I want to sign you for a 10 album deal. <laughs> That in 15 years you can't get out of the deal. Um, do you want to? Do you want all the Dark. songs to be? <laughs> do we have to cut that out now. Um, yeah, maybe. <laughs> uh, do you want? Do you want all the songs to be like that, or do you want other versions? Like I, I've got like that was just that was, that was just one idea. Like I've got this one as well. <laughs> oh my god, that's such a coincidence! At our board meeting, we were just saying, I wish someone would breathe awkwardly through their nose and make a kind of a, a rabbit face. Okay, and we uh, can put that on vinyl only. Then my, I think the one that will really have a cut through with the kids, uh, like the TikTok generation, mm-hmm. is this one. Oh, because it's like you know what that's like—the ice bucket challenge. <laughs> That's what it made me immediately think yeah. of. It's going to catch on. Yeah, the hashtags and the TikToks. I have a video series where I'm in studio and I hear things and immediately go, hey guys, wouldn't it be great if the song went, and then people just like it. Wait, I'm peeling off my face. I'm not from a record company. I'm from the CIA. <laughs> this Operation is Mockingbird. This is part of an investigation. You, sir, have been arrested. <laughs> what is going what, on? What is my crime? You were a cyber hacker, and now we need you to work for us using the sounds that you make because you didn't even know, <laughs> but those sounds, they can control minds. <laughs> Try it on Sean. I want you to think about Supermax and make that sound at Sean. Oh my God, I want Supermax. See, now you work for the CIA. If you don't want to work for us, well, tough. Here's a picture of your son we took outside his school. We're watching you. We're watching you. What is going you on? You report to my desk at 8.00 hours. And I'm going to piss myself. If you don't turn up for work, well, here's another picture of your son. Well, there's one thing you didn't count on. What? <laughs> oh God! It's at a frequency that's only uh, uh, okay. 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 <laughs> Leave my son alone. <laughs> okay, we'll back off, guys. This is Michael Flatley's <laughs> second movie. <laughs> oh, it's called The Singer's Revenge. You should see it. Hey, hey. (laughs) Welcome to the Best Dermot and Dave podcast. So I just have to say to our listeners, um, you're all tuned in now. I'm putting my chin on my two hands and I'm saying, what you doing? They can't respond. It's a podcast. I want you all to respond uh, now. It's a cacophony of noise. They all listen at different times. They listen listen 10 years. You'll get get a, a psychic frequency of someone just go, Aiden a biscuit. And you'll be like, what? Aiden O'Biscuit. <laughs> Aiden O'Biscuit. Yeah, Michael Flatley's movie starring Aiden O'Biscuit. <laughs> anyway, there's loads on it this week. Stuff that we thought was great and now you're going to have in your ears. Shawley FM coming in your ears. 
Hey, hey, hi, I'm from another record company. I'd like to sign, to sign you up. That stuff is gold. I'm peeling my face off. Sorry, it's just that I'm a kind of a snake. <laughs> snake with dermatitis. Dermot Whelan. Okay, listen. Now. This is big. <laughs> sure look at isn't that it? Now look. I know you're probably waking up in the Monday morning going, it's not it's not ten o'clock. Why are you doing Asher Look at Isn't That It? Because we've got news about Asher Look at Isn't That It. As you know, the Asher Look at Isn't That It t-shirt has been a staple of the Dermot and Dave show for years. Eons. At least five years, if not more. Sean came in here, stepped, stepped into Maria's shoes, straight away started kicking over merchandise tables. <laughs> I was like, get rid of these t-shirts, he said. Look, they're so yellow and hideous. I was like, I need to try do something and get rid of them. They're good for safety if you're walking in the hills. Oh, you don't need a high-vis jacket if you have this you on. fall into a ravine, there's all, more chance of being spotted by rescue services. They also felt very itchy on. No, this is unfair. <laughs> now, they, I, were, they, they were not made out of some kind of inverted wool. I will not have this, Sean. Yes, the neck stretched really, really easily. Yes, they lost their shape. Yes, they shrank and seemed to stretch at the same time. Yes, the but print washed you, off after a few washes. They... <laughs> Sir, I... <laughs> they absolutely weren't itchy, and there, there was two different shades of yellow. There was two different shades of yellow. Yes, yeah, they weren't even the same color. Some difference in the font. Yeah, also the color. <laughs> and they, look, it, there are many reasons why they're gone, and they are gone. Something new is coming to Dermot and Dave. They have been replaced. Something you couldn't even imagine. <laughs> Something. <laughs> I'll just let him go. Something I thought was a really terrible idea. But he, now I'm slightly warming to it. <laughs> he wasn't on for it. Now I'm totally up for it. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is the ultimate in luxury. Merch, merch, merch. This is hand-woven by the finest craftsmen. Man. <laughs> Unique in every way. It's <laughs> it's sure to become the most sought-after merchandise of the year, specific to the Dermot and Dave show and today, FM between nine and twelve, particularly around Asher. Look at that. <laughs> Relatively cheap to make. It. Relatively. <laughs> it makes every journey more comfortable, every trip more cozy. Every time you sit down, grab this piece of radio history and drape it feel it caress it sniff it it is the Dermot and Dave lap blanket anyone else clapping no just me just me oh I was moving oh, my arms I was dancing, dancing but I realised then that doesn't make sound <laughs> no. so it just it sounded like dead air lads <laughs> the Dermot and Dave lap blanket is here and it is Spectacular. It's if you're worried, if you're worried that like the Asher look at isn't that a t-shirt, this is a gaudy yellow. Let me reassure you. What color is it? Midnight blue? 
you know what? I'm not going to get a better description than that. I was going to search for some kind of <laughs> off navy, but I mean, midnight blue is perfect. Or a well washed school jumper. <laughs> that color. Great description. The one thing I will say about this lap blanket is it is the perfect size. The perfect size. Yeah, it's big. It's, it's very annoying if you've got a blanket that's too small. That if you, if you, no, actually, I, I can't admit that I would ever put one over my legs. But <laughs> if I was cold, uh, you know, when you put a blanket up, but then your feet come out the end, <laughs> not going to yeah. happen with this. And here's the thing: as a lap blanket aficionado, I, Dave, will tell you that this needs to be draped over your knees as you drive yeah. around whatever journey it is. Any time of the year, guys: July, August, December, it doesn't matter. But you obviously want to be safe. You obviously want to make sure it's not going to go near the pedals. So you need to fold it a certain way. Let me tell you. Let me tell you this. When you fold it to the correct dimensions for it to drape safely and cozily over your lap, the weight, the weight is perfect. It makes you feel so hugged. Look, I, I don't agree with putting a blanket over your legs while you're driving because that's for people who are infirm <laughs> and probably shouldn't be driving. No, it's not. Unless, if you're in a horse and carriage, go for it because uh, usually, you know, you're cold. Plus, there's, there's stink, so it kind of keeps <laughs> the stink off your clothes. Um, but Yeah, those think, blankets in the horse and carriages are regularly washed. <laughs> But these things, uh, German Dave lap blanket, they're big. They're ample size. They would double as a good picnic blanket, I believe. <laughs> yeah, they would. You see, you, you spent a long time, Dermot. You spent a long time abusing me for the lap blanket. Mm. But I feel now you're starting to witness the multitude of uses for a lap blanket. The fact that you said, you know, keeping it on the parcel shelf of the back of your car makes you look like a pensioner along with your box of man-sized <laughs> tissues. I know that's what you... And word is original is in the door pocket. But you've got, as you said, picnic blanket. Hey, you like to go sea swimming. How would you like to go sea swimming? And then... Sea swimming? Sea swimming. And then when you come out and you have your towel around you, drape this over your shoulders. Yeah, or use it as a pad to stand on so you don't get too much... Sand on your feet Shale Shale is the bane <laughs> of many people's lives This will anti-shale your feet And look, as a classic car enthusiast I always want my car to be shiny Just mm. in case there's another motor show Just around the corner <laughs> So it will double up as an exceptional chamois In fact, you can cut it into About 500 individual chamois Do not cut Don't. this Keep this lap blanket intact. It the is dog's bed. No, uh, you know the way. If your dog sleeps level. in a crate, you can you can put that down the bottom, and the dog will never be more comfortable. Your dog would want to be a serious high up yeah. pet now, to it lie says on this. Dermot and Dave today FM in lovely yellow stitching, which that, we didn't do ourselves. No, we very, didn't. Very high craftsmanship like, through the throughout the blankets. I know we like to abuse the Asher look at it and that a t-shirt for its less than itchiness. Well, everything. But this is the kind of thing I think you would find, you know, in the uh, the luxury boutiques of Porta Panus. I think if you were down the Champs Elysees, I think if you were mm. in uh, Milan, and you, you know, can see it. You know those awful blankets they give you on airplanes that yes. are yeah. that feel like they they could just burst into flames themselves. Yeah, they're not blankets; <laughs> they're just conductors for static electricity. <laughs> yeah. This is one step above. Those. It is at least one step above yeah. that. It is the Dermot Dave well, Today look, FM we, lap blanket. We need to tell people how can they get their hands on the brand new merch. Well, in a traditional scenario, you will play Asher Look at Isn't That It at ten o'clock. And we will give away a lap blanket. Maybe not everyone.
every day. Mm. But we'll give one away. Okay, so that's your traditional, let's do that. However, this week is launch week. For Asher, look at it, isn't that? It's new merchandise. The Dermot and Dave lap blanket. We're feeling flahulic, aren't we, Sean? Yeah. Every caller who comes on. Today. Every caller that comes on today. Every caller that comes out the week, uh, comes on this week, Dave. We're giving him a blanket. She so you, including so sorry. if you come on today and you want to talk about your Just dog the with the dog psychic lap blanket Jesus but what so are we giving away are going to actually look at every caller all week is every caller all week is going to get a blanket have you, have you done the maths? I was going to say asterisk no, I, Sean may or no, may not I did, have I did the maths I did the maths I don't doubt my maths I'm okay. just saying because like you know the t-shirts we had were so cheap it didn't matter <laughs> but these things cost a bit more so we can't give yeah, no, away this, as many this week Every caller that comes on the show will get a blanket. After that... Heck, well, how about right now? Oh Let's just say, hey, you want a blanket? 87 102 Text us now and say, blankets forever. And it has to be like the number four and then ever. And a love heart after it. Yeah. Stuart says, lovely stuff, lads. That'll be perfect when I can't afford to turn the heating on. Yes. Yes. This is anti... Hey, cost gas prices, prices. Uh, anti-cost. It's anti-inflationary. Wrap it around your immersion. <laughs> Wrap it around the tank. I know the immersion is a thing inside the tank. <laughs> when I woke up this morning, my life had no purpose. Says the text. Wow. Now, however, I need a Dermot and Dave lap blanket. Yes, it gives people purpose. You can wrap yourself up in it. Pick up the phone. Tell your boss to take out well, and then lie in front of the telly in your blanket until you realise you've made a terrible mistake <laughs> and you call him back at lunch. Oh eight seven four one hundred one and two. What the Germans say? Lap blankets forever. And Sean added a love heart. Only those entries will be with the chance to win the next, the first lap blanket ever. Well, I technically said blanket, but oh, bl- okay, both well. of them will do. Pictures of it are up on TFM's Twitter page. Now oh, Twitter well. page, Twitter page. Go right now. It's draped around Dave's legs, and you can see the Stitch oh, logo. And then it. there's a kind, there's a little rolled picture that looks like um, something from a display in a shop. No, Sean, that looks like somebody sent that from some kind of a hostage situation. <laughs> Your photographic yeah, abilities. I, I had a lot of time before the show to take the picture. And also later on, if you keep an eye on at Today FM, the brand new TV commercial for the lap blanket uh, will be coming out. So. Keep an eye on Today FM social. But it's here, folks. You <laughs> you thought this week was going to be a waste of your life. <laughs> Not the case. The Dermot and Dave lap blanket is here. Hashtag merch. Hashtag lap blanket forever. <laughs> Ali Coyne is on the bus. Hi, Ali. Hi, how are you doing? What, what I just got you off the bus. You got off the I bus. I was on. I did. I got off the bus just for this blanket. I thought it was a worthy cause. So uh, hey. I hopped off at the next stop. We know you're in a hurry to get the merch, but did you take time to say thank you to the bus driver? I did. Gurmila even gave me the morning. Oh, come on, Colleen. <laughs> and where in the country I, is the bus? Uh, well, it was on its way to Tala. Uh, I'm on my way to work, but I'm only about a 15-minute walk, so it wasn't... Are, are wasn't you going I, I'm not, but uh, Guramila makes me feel like one on a Monday morning. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. Well, that's what it is. It's about spreading those cupola fuckle and normalising this wonderful language absolutely. of ours. All right, what's the Irish for lap blanket, my friends? Um, Lappy in a blank hoja. I think you're absolutely right. You just won the first one ever any time. Well Thank done. you so much, lads. Look, I, I have to confess, I was listening away and I had that picture of the very static uh, blanket that you get on airplanes and I thought... Okay, okay, I'm up for this new merchandise. Then I went on to your Twitter and things changed, lads, and I was typing as fast as I could <laughs> to, get my, to get myself the first one. Wow, so, do here. you mean our Sean's rushed photos <laughs> have actually 
made you want it even it's, more. Is Al Qaeda gay Well, Ali, 100%. I'm glad it did, and you you now realise the level of quality involved. You're going to be the first person to own one of these. Uh, I'm absolutely delighted, Ali, about your after making my day. Thanks so much. All right, Ali, have a brilliant walk to work. Feel free to Thank take, you so much. take pictures of the you with the blanket in various locations, just having fun, just being one of the girls. Oh, it might even go abroad with me. So, get <laughs> oh, ready, gosh. I'd say. <laughs> All right, Ali, thanks, Emil. Have a good day and a good <laughs> week. See you later. Bye-bye. 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 You too. Bye-bye. Have you ever looked at your pet or your co-host and thought, what are they thinking? <laughs> <laughs> are they happy? Are they sad? Well, they prefer different owners. Different co-hosts. <laughs> <laughs> Are they thinking about other dogs? Other (laughs) co-hosts. Well, our next guest is a psychic medium and an animal communicator. Beth Lee Crowther is on the line to try and help us find out what our furry friends are thinking. Good morning, Beth. Good morning. It's Dermot here. Dave is here as well. Pleasure to have you on the show. Oh, thanks for inviting me on, Dermot. Um, not sure if uh, we'll ask as intriguing questions as Phil and Hollywood on your other slot, but we'll do our best. <laughs> um, wh- when did you first realise you could communicate with animals? Well, I've always been um, communicating with animals since I was a child, and I just thought if you have got a pet... That was a normal thing to do, that you could hear their thoughts and you'd know how they feel. And it wasn't until later on I realised that I was using a psychic link with animals and telepathy. And I started to research it about 20 years ago. And then I realised it had got a title. It's called Animal Communication. And that other people do it as well. So it was quite a revelation. But for me, it just feels normal. And I also know that lots of people can do this as well, even though they don't realise it. Mm. And Beth, do you think that perhaps you're very empathetic and you know you can sense you know signals from animals or indeed people uh, rather than there being some kind of you know psychic or telepathic connection is it, are you just empathetic towards the animals well i did wonder that myself so i tested myself a lot a few years ago so what i tend to do is use a photograph of an animal because you're not actually then physically with them so that empathy would then be reduced, if that makes sense. So, yes, I am a very empathetic person with people and animals, but if all you've got to work with is an animal's name and a photograph and you don't know anything about the owner or the animal, then you know that you must be getting it through a telepathic link and a psychic link. There is no other explanation that I've come up with to to know why I get things correct or I know things that I couldn't possibly know unless I tuned into the animal. All right, well, I'm Dave and I am the resident. If you're the psychic, I'm the resident skeptic. And let's just see how we get on then when we have our callers on who've sent us in photos. We got Ray, who's on the line. He's got a lovely dog called Cole. Hello, Ray. How is? How you get on? Good. Where are you today? I'm in uh, Newbridge, County Kildare. Newbridge, County Kildare. Say hi to Beth. Hi, Beth. Hello, Ray. Lovely to speak to you. You too, you too. So you've got a picture there, I hope, Beth, of uh, love, the lovely dog, Cole. What kind oh, of dog is he, Ray? He's a Pugalier, half Pug and half King Charles. Okay, nice mix. So what's going on with little Cole, Beth? 
Oh, well, he's absolutely delightful. I know the question was, is he a grumpy dog? And I don't pick up that he's grumpy at all. I get a real delightful character. I get that he's quite amusing. He makes people laugh. I feel that Ray absolutely adores him and they like to be together an awful lot. I felt, though, there may be some kind of breathing difficulties um, for Cole. So that might be something that you want to keep your eye on there, Ray. But I get that Cole is very kind, very sensitive. I do get a little bit of discomfort in the hips, but also a very clever, intelligent dog, very observant. And also, I felt that... um, Cole knows a lot about you, Ray, because animals know about their owners and what's going yeah. on in, in their lives. And I felt that there's some kind of house changes for you. Or I don't know if you're having some building work or renovations or whether you're involved in that line of work. But I could see no, no, um, no. a lot of stuff going on in that capacity. Do you understand that? Yeah, I understand, yeah. Um, he's, uh, he's, he's actually 11 years old. He's... Um, and he's a uh, rascal. You're dead right there. Well, yeah. I'll tell you what, Ray, looking at Cole, I mean, he looks like he's seen some stuff. <laughs> he's, uh, he's been through the wars, all right. Uh, yeah. He's a French bulldog. And uh, the, the the French bulldog uh, gives him a hard time. Right. <laughs> to well, be fair, yeah. And are you having any building work done or is there any home no. changes going on? No, no, hopefully not. Maybe maybe Cole <laughs> wants them. Maybe he thinks you should extend the ba- the bathroom. <laughs> maybe, maybe, yeah, yeah. I'll ask him when I get home. Do, do. All right, Ray, thanks a million. Thanks very much. Bye, 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 bye. Ne- next up, we've got Deborah, whose uh, lovely dog, Lenny, uh, looks like a black lab with a big smile on his face. Hello, Deborah. <laughs> Good morning. And, um, you have him to a tea. Okay, well, you're chatting to Beth there, and uh, say hi, and let's see if uh, Beth can tune in to Lenny. Morning, Beth. Hello, Deborah. Lovely to speak to you. What a beautiful uh, dog you've got there with Lenny. First of all, what I want to say about Lenny, he feels like quite a supportive dog, almost like looks after you. And I feel that you've got a really strong bond together. And when you've had a problem, it's almost like you've lent on Lenny and, and he's really helped you. I get a very gentle, very kind nature. Um, and also, I would just point out, I feel that there's some knee pain or joint pain for him. So just so that you're aware of it. Obviously, I'm not a vet, but just to, I just pick that up. Um, also, I feel that for you, there's something very interesting coming on from what he shows me. Like there's some reconnection with somebody from your past like they're coming back into your present and the future. So it's like uh, there's been um, some questions that you need answering or a mystery that needs to be solved and this person will come back and will sort of enlighten you onto something that you were um, waiting to hear or something that you were, like, struggling with or you were confused about. And he's, like, saying to you, Lenny, say... Just be prepared for this person to come back into your life. Give them a chance to have their say because your reaction may be like you don't want to speak to them or you want to push them away, but there's something to be revealed. So he's just pointing that out to you. What do you think, Deborah? Does that, does any, okay. that make any sense? Yeah, well, he's 12. Um, he's a very handsome guy, as you see in the photograph. Um, but... He has arthritis and he's been diagnosed with dementia, so he is on a lot of pain medication. You know, okay. so I kind of was wondering whether 
his time was nearly up or whether to keep going with him. It's always a question I get asked quite a lot. And what I say to you is because you're so linked together, you will know without a shadow of a doubt, Deborah, yeah. when that yeah. time comes in. And you need to trust your instincts. I'm not picking up that it's just yet, if I'm okay. honest. Brilliant. Um, but I feel you're so tuned into Lenny and you've been through so much together that you will just know when when that is the case. Um, also, he shows like a new a new baby being born or a new child coming into the family. So either that would have just happened or you're going to hear about it. It's going to come in fairly, so, okay. fairly soon. So okay, hopefully that. it's not mine. <laughs> 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 All right, Deborah, thanks so much. Thanks and big hi to Lenny. Thank See you. you later. Bye. Thank you. Bye. And finally, we'll go to Amy, whose dog is Odin, named after the Norse god. Hello, Amy. How are you? Hi, how are you? Say hi to Beth there. Hi, Beth. How are you? Hello. Hello, Amy. Um, you've got a beautiful little dog called Odin. Absolutely gorgeous. I get Sorry, it's, real... it's Odie. Odie. Oh, yeah. we're christening, rechristening. Oh, <laughs> sorry about that. Clearly, auto, no. auto spell wanted him to be some kind of a Norse god. Odie was uh, Garfield's pal, wasn't he? Yes. Ah, yes, exactly. gotcha, gotcha. Sorry, Beth. There and you go. What kind of a dog is he? He's a purebred Shifu. A purebred Shih Tzu. Okay, right. Yeah. So, is there anything in particular you want to know about him, or are you just looking for the general NCT of psychic dogs? Yeah, no, just um, I was involved in a car accident about a week ago, and I just wanted, and he was in the car with me, so I just want to know if he's okay. You know, oh, if, so mentally. Yes, I can understand why you'd feel like that, and uh, I hope you're recovering well. Um, yeah. Amy, I get that actually Odie is a real character, can be a little bit shy and withdrawn at times, very loving, very loyal. And I feel that you've handled the situation very well with Odie and that he's recovering well too. So I don't feel that he's um, really, really traumatised after it, but nevertheless, it's been quite a shock. But is recovering well with you. I get quite a fussy eater and quite a delicate stomach, so I think that's something for you to be aware of. And it may be that you need to look at the diet there for him. He might be better, like, with a wheat-free or grain-free diet. Um, I get that, that you... I don't know whether you say this to him, oh, you're my precious, because he keeps giving me the word precious. Um, so that's quite interesting. Do you call him that, he, Amy? <laughs> Uh, well, kind. I wouldn't call him precious, but yeah, I'm. I'm always calling him Babbles. He's like my little baby. Right. No. <laughs> and I get the names Terry or Tony. He's like showing me a T name ending in Y. If you don't know it, then I need you to look out for that person coming up into the future because I get it in like a very positive, good way. And also, okay. he gives you the date of September the twenty eighth. So that could be a significant day for something. It might be birthday, anniversary. If not, put it in your diary because yeah. that could be an event that's going to take place again that, that will be a good thing. But I think you're doing a very good job with him. I feel very sensitive, a little bit shy, um, but wants to be with you, loves a lot of fuss. I feel that you've got to be on top of his teeth cleaning, so I don't know whether you've ever noticed anything in that area for him. 
But I just feel, even though you've been through the, this ordeal of your car accident, that actually he's a very well-adjusted little little soul, you know? And uh, and I know he feels very, very loved indeed. There you go, Amy. Oh, thank everything. you. Uh, thanks a million, uh, Amy. I hope yeah. uh, say hi to Odie for us. I hope <laughs> your recovery is quick as well and Odie's all right too. Yeah, thank you. All guys. right, Amy. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Um, Beth, we got to leave it there. Thank you so much for doing that. But I just want to tell everybody uh, about your book. You're an Amazon bestselling author. Everything you need to know to become a pet psychic and also Life by Numbers. So you've got those two books there and people can follow your path if they want to become more intuitive about their pets. Lovely to talk to you today. Thank you very much for having me. I've really enjoyed it. Thanks, Beth. Bye. Bye. I am so bet into the chiclet world right now okay. I can't wait to try something else out okay so what, what have you got for us okay random chapter so this will give you an insight into one of the main characters um, Melissa chapter 24 Marissa Marissa pours hot water into her mug of tea and settles on the love seat in the family room her gaze drifts to the new couch then her eyes jerk away she's grateful the replacement has finally arrived but it looks so much like the original piece that it still unsettles her. <laughs> She'll get a few throw pillows, she decides, to mix things up. Matthew won't mind. He leaves the decorating to her. Matthew has strong fingers. It has been a long day, beginning with her oversleeping and awakening muddy-headed, and culminating with Bennett's Cub Scout meeting. At least that had gone well. What? On the coffee table now rests Bennett's blue uniform with its adorable ascot. It's a neckerchief, Mom! She can almost hear Bennett chiding. <laughs> <laughs> how, how can you tell us that this is good? Tonight for tying knots. What? This is terrible. What is happening? This with an old bungee cord that she'd cut down. <laughs> this is literally one of the worst books I've ever heard. <laughs> I know. Turn it off, and It's man. amazing. No. What's it about? It's about Matthew and Marissa. The house is clean and Yeah, but she's got a secret. Wait, wait. Finally has a few moments to herself. But here's the sinister bit. But something feels off. Maybe the room is haunted by the memory of the act she committed here. Ooh. She shakes off the thought and picks up the sewing kits, but it takes her three tries to pass the blue thread through the eye of the needle. <laughs> oh, wow. Chapter, sorry, chapter 24, they're getting to the secret. What were the other 23 chapters about? She slept with her husband's best friend oh. on the couch, which she then had to get rid of because it reminded her of the... It's too difficult. What would Bennett's Cub Scout meeting? <laughs> and his his adorable the way, ascot. The reason she was feeling so groggy is because she'd half a bottle of wine and a Xanax. <laughs> Literally, stop. Get out. Just seriously, oh it's ridiculous. God. Guys, if you want to be updated on the Golden Couple, I'll be playing an excerpt every morning. You're not on the way to a lads weekend to Donegal. I, I, yeah, I did. And I rocked up to the house and uh, two of the guys had just arrived and I opened the door and then I realised that this was playing full volume like... She looked out the window and didn't know what I was like. Stop! Stop! But then I decided, because I went to bed before the lads went to bed, and I went, I know what I'll do. I'll just listen to another little bit of the golden couple. So the, the next morning they were like, what the hell were you listening to? When I came into you last night... You're, you, this thing was playing on your phone it's a woman's voice and you'd fall asleep with your glasses on 
No. You're just like Marissa. I think <laughs> half a bottle of wine in the Xanax on a lads weekend. I think it should just we, we should write our own chick lit story oh. and then we could play a, an excerpt for people every day. We'll leave that with you. Great idea. You get writing. <laughs> okay. Well, look, whatever way you need to cope with the anxiety, that's fine because a lot of people have oh, anxiety God. about the kids going back to school. Some of the kids have anxiety. We're going to be joined by Eva Lee, our parenting expert from Parent Support, in a few minutes' time. Remind yourself now with some tips and tricks and how to manage your way back into the school year. Her stitches aren't smooth and even. <laughs> a crack of thunder seems to shake the house. Bye. Pitbull, Dermot and Dave on Today FM. If only our pet psychic was still on with us. Could have, she could have read Pitbull's mind. <laughs> she can speak to all kinds of dogs. <laughs> true, yeah, that was Beth Lee Crowther that was ominous earlier on. You'll know her from this morning with uh, Philip and Holly if you've ever seen her we had her on looking at pictures of your pets and giving her psychic evaluations if you missed it you can listen back to that or any other part of the show that you missed or want to hear again or share with your friends the Today FM app is the place to go or you can find it on GoLoud or TodayFM.com Dermot was giving us a blast from his um, chick lit audio book that he's got called The Golden Couple that he finished over the weekend uh, Dermot and Dave after you crease myself laughing beside the pool here in Spain over the audio book <laughs> I got a few looks from the randomers beside me Keep up the good work. Up Limerick, says the text. And Dermot has turned into one of the members of the public that listens to smutty novels on the commute to work. No wonder Dave's never going to use that leap card. You're absolutely right. No yeah. Chance. But I don't know what's happening to me. Like, in the last week, I've, I've listened to an entire chick lit audio book and I've been totally hooked on selling the OC. <laughs> Like, what's next? Who knows? I'm going to be wearing yoga pants to work, lads. <laughs> now, the American football was on at the weekend. There was, what are they called, tailgate barbecues. There were marching bands. Andrew Louth from Today FM has joined us to tell us all about it because Andrew was there. There was something that happened halfway through we've got to talk about it in a second. But paint a picture for us, Andrew. What were the two teams again? Uh, there was It was the Nebraska Cornhuskers and the Northwestern Wildcats. Northwestern from the kind of Chicago area. Again, celebrating 20 years of Dermot and Dave, I'll cast my mind back to when Chug Stenson used to do some sports, and I think the Nebraska Cornhuskers would have come out of his mouth as a fake team. Sure would, Dave. <laughs> but here they are, Chug. They're real. Yeah, of course, beaten by the Omaha um, Skibberines. <laughs> Flows off the yeah, tongue. Yeah. That's why Chug didn't survive. <laughs> okay, so Andrew, it was on in the Aviva. Yeah. Uh, great crack American football games, right? Yeah, it is. It's it's more of a. It's you're not you're not always just there for the game itself because like, mm. the game goes on very long. But it's it's all the kind of the pomp and the razzmatazz and all that kind of comes with it. So especially in college games, like college games are the college game is massive over in the states because whereas you have the NFL and they're all franchises that could potentially move away and they don't have the same connection to their local areas that the colleges would because the colleges are always going to be there yeah. their sports teams are always going to be there they get to see all these up and coming players coming through and well, we had the coach of Northwestern in here can we remember his name? Um, we'll remember his name in a second he's a lovely man <laughs> he told us that Coach Kavanaugh Coach Kavanaugh you're right his, his uh, budget for this year that he was the boss of, so like all of his staff and travel and everything. Fifty million dollars. And I'd say do you know what I'd say that's a drop in the ocean compared to football. some of the to some of the bigger ones, like the likes of your I don't know, your Alabamas, your Georgias, your LSUs. So I'd say they yeah. have extortionate budgets. Yeah. It, Amazing. Like it's, it's, the game over there is mental. So big game at the weekend then. Mm. You went along. What time was I don't know, do they call it kickoff? 
it kicked off at half past five, but past before five. that, there was all sorts of festivities going on around Dublin. Like, and, like this was a big deal for Irish tourism. Mm. It wasn't just a case of bringing a game over here just for the crack. Like, this was a big deal for Irish tourism. The Nebraska governor was in town. Wow. And a lot of officials and diplomats. How many and Americans all, do we think travelled? About 16,000, I understand. Oh, that's a yeah. big number. And you could, but you could see it in the stadium as well. Like, I was uh, right beside kind of the Nebraska fans. And all you could see was a sea of red. There was loads of them there. Right. Pat Fitzgerald. Sorry, we were way Nearly off. Right. That's, Nearly the, right. that's the man. Who there was came an in. Irish angle in somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, yeah, he's on serious wedge. But look, speaking of wedge, it, it, the, the day got <laughs> it more interesting because of the money situation. What happened? <laughs> so basically, um, so basically, at some point during the first quarter of the game, people were coming back from the bars and all that, and they were saying. Oh, lads, points are free. And I think a few people were kind of rolling their eyes like, oh, they are, yeah. Because when do you ever get a free drink at the Aviva Stadium? Let's call a spade a spade here. But um, <laughs> then as more people went up into the bar to kind of get to buy a pint and then they come back and like, no, no, they're actually free. <laughs> and then word filtered very, very quickly. And all of a sudden you see then the, the videos that we saw online at the weekend of just masses of people queuing for free pints. So wh- why was there a free bar at the Aviva? Well, it, it, we actually learned today that it was a card processing error. So it was something to do with the um, with the with the systems there that are provided by the Aviva Stadiums that kind of catering kind of uh, contractors. So, right. so none of the card machines were working. None of the card machines were working. And Aviva's the, cashless. Yes, it's cashless. So they were kind of left, so staff were kind of left in a bit of a pickle here. It's like, well, we can't take any cash. And there's also 16,000 American people and a lot of diplomats and a lot of stakeholders from the Irish tourism industry. Well, so, can I just say, like, hats off to whoever up, up there on the day made the call to rather than go shut everything down. Which you, was an option, but they see, went the opposite way and went, oh, okay, just give them whatever they want. But you see, I was just, that's what I was saying there, like there it wasn't just, a, this wasn't a, a Munster rugby game or a Leinster no. rugby game or an Ireland rugby game where you probably could get away with that because people aren't going to say, I'm never going to the Aviva again and the Munster playing the Heineken Cup final at the Aviva Stadium. So, <laughs> yeah. whereas there were so many people here that are probably only going to be here once and it's a big day for tourism. It was a big tourism day for Ireland, big week for tours, uh, tourism in Ireland and US and Irish relations, stuff like that. If you sent so many Americans home without a, without, pint. Without a pint or food at the stadium, it, there would not, it would not have been a good look uh, Did whatsoever. people behave themselves or did they take advantage? Was there suddenly, hello, nine pints, please? Well, it, it, there was a bit of that going on at the beginning, but then they did enforce. Uh, it, it became clear that it wasn't going to be rectified anytime soon. Mm. And they were probably running a little bit low on stock. Let's call it spade as well. But um, they eventually imposed a two-drink limit per person. That's okay. fair enough. And then yeah, what about is, food? What if you want to get a hot dog or... Yeah, yeah no, same with the food. Free free well. Yeah, yeah. Food and drink was all free for geez, about two and a half hours. Three hours See, isn't that the risk, though, with this cashless setup, which I think is kind of discriminatory anyway? I mean, a lot of people just, you know, they organize their lives around cash. And that they should be they should be allowed to to purchase things on site. But this is get a card as well. Have both. Yeah, well, you know, it's difficult. It's twenty twenty two. Yeah, but yeah. everybody's different. You know, some people work through a certain way. They get paid in cash. They live by cash. Yeah, you they, put maybe it in your- they find it easier to control their money if they just have X amount in their wallet. Shouldn't shouldn't they be catered for as well? And you know, when the machines break. 
Well, the sheep break, they were still getting yeah, so for free anyway. sheep break, free points. I think everyone's a winner, Daryl. I think I'm going to counter your argument with that, perhaps. I, don't right, know, I, I just think it's unfair. I think, look, whatever happens, as long as somebody made the right call and didn't send 16,000 Americans back to Ireland, back to America with a story of like, we went over there and the cash machines don't work and nobody gave us any money. The, th- the thing about it is, you could not have bought the publicity that this no. got for Ireland because this, this game, it wasn't a massive game in the grand scheme of college football. And yes, it was all that all the American networks and all the American websites were talking about. Yes. That a group of Nebraska and Northwestern fans went over to Dublin and they got food, they got free food and booze for free. The thing as well with Nebraska is they actually don't sell drink at their stadium. Oh, so, so this they were going new. over. It was completely new to them, and they were coming over and saying, "Oh my God, it's actually for free as well." <laughs> <laughs> Just let the other college teams yes. know when they come back next year, the cash machines, cash accounts will all work. Yeah, <laughs> you can just imagine some dark room in the back streets of St. Petersburg as a bunch of hackers going, "Yes, we were successful. <laughs> now free beers for everybody." Picture me heading to work. Over the last couple of weeks, I'm ready for my day. Keep that music pumped, young <laughs> David. I'm stepping off the train with the rest of the girls. I've, <laughs> I've got my romance novel that I accidentally bought on Audible. What's it called again? In my ears, the Golden Couple. The golden couple. <laughs> I accidentally bought a novel called The Golden Couple that turned out to be a romance. Okay, go on. Anyway, bet into that. Still basking in the memories of the episodes of Selling the OC, I've managed to get hooked on on Netflix. Yeah, yeah, for sure. A lot of very dumb real estate agents give each other hell uh, in California. Um, and then I'm, I'm walking up the road and I spy a coffee shop. Okay? Wow. And I'm thinking, what kind of coffee shop is this? <laughs> It's a cycling-themed coffee shop. Now, I don't, I don't no, cycle. Don't. But for some reason, I've been drawn in there. And it's, it's so cool. They've got their own merch. They're selling yoga mats. They have bikes hanging on the wall. And for some reason, even though their menu sells all the other coffees, all the coffees that are sold in every other coffee yeah. shop in the world, they seem different and more exciting. <laughs> so I get my coffee from there, and I'm like... Mmm, I love this coffee. It tastes great. So off it I go. It tastes of cycling. <laughs> <laughs> so I come in here into Today FM and Sean goes, wow, you're in a good mood. And I'm like, I know. I just found a new coffee shop and I'm living my best life. So I continue to talk about this coffee shop for the next few days. Okay. And I go in and out of it and I'm still listening to my romance novel in my ears. And I'm arriving into work in a better and better mood thinking, I've noticed. I am going to be just absolutely bossing today and the rest of the week. Amen. So then I'm talking to Sean. I'm saying, do you know what? They've got a subscription service in this coffee shop. And we're like, really? How does it work? Well, it looks like very good value. If you pay 35 euro, you can have a coffee a day. We're so excited, by the way. For 30 days. Sorry, that's 35 euro a month, right? 35 euro for the month. Yeah. But for 30 days, you get 30 days worth of coffee. So I'm like... Coffees are stupid expensive. This is the best thing to I, do. I watched Sean and Dermot with a calculator work out the mathematics of this. And they were convinced yeah. this was the value. So I didn't quite take the plunge straight away. I decided, <laughs> you know what? I'm going to test it. I went to a shop and I bought my own reusable mug. So I decided to get my coffee in that okay. for a few days to yeah. check it out. I was absolutely loving it. It's a glass mug. made the coffee taste even better. Oh. So I am just... Bossing it around town I'm striding around The streets of Dublin Like Naomi Campbell On a catwalk He's not lying And then I said Right today's the day So I go in 
and then I subscribe. You take the financial I, plunge. I get my coffees. Now, it took 25 minutes using the woman behind the counter because it didn't quite work properly. Oh. But then I got it and I subscribed. It's easy now he's not applying for a mortgage with a coffee yeah. subscription. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fancy glass cup. Okay, so okay, then... So it worked. Well, it some... sort of worked over the next couple of days. For some reason, it was meant to have a QR code and the girl was like, yeah, it's supposed to have a QR code. And I'm like, like, uh, well, it just says expired. <laughs> and she's like, okay. And then she goes, then I, I knew the warning signs were there. She goes, you know what? I'm leaving in next week anyway. I quit. So, so, so I just give you the coffees. Whatever. Okay, so irrespective of the subscription, yeah, you're just getting the in coffees. In my mind, I'm still saying, look, this is, it's subscription-based. I've signed up. You can take whatever you think if you're walking out the door. Um, I didn't want to hear why she was leaving no. because I just had such a good vibe about the place uh, so anyway after two days of using the faulty subscription where well, you're um, still getting the free copies from um, being served by a woman who has lost all faith <laughs> in her life and her boss <laughs> and her job the story started so upbeat I know I rock up to the door yesterday morning yeah and it, it, all the lights were off and the door was locked <laughs> and I'm like hey I'm living my best life out here. I'm meant to be using my faulty subscription. <laughs> it was your subscription that put the money over the edge that oh. the guy could now do a runner. Incidentally, the subscription, uh, when she said, uh, oh, I don't know about this subscription. The woman who set it up, she came like at the start, but she hasn't been here in three months. <laughs> Oh, I was like, oh my God, I put wow. my bank details in here. <laughs> anyway, I'm at the door and it's locked yeah. and the, uh, the lights are off. But there's a guy inside on an electric scooter <laughs> with his helmet on. What? And I'm what? like, what is happening in here? Why is he scooting around the I, inside of the shop? <laughs> Why he was still on the scooter in the shop. In? So I tapped on the thing and was like, hey, hey, like, I'm the regular <laughs> with the subscription. He just turns around and waves me away. Oh. I'm like, okay. Oh. He's like, I've got to do some sick tricks in the coffee shop <laughs> yeah. on my scooter. Yeah. Stop annoying I me. I try and jump up onto one of the bike hooks and just hang here <laughs> upside down for the day. So I said, not to worry. Just sit. Hey, every, every business needs a bit of an update, a bit of me time. So I rock up this morning, completely shut down. Oh, wow. Oh, not no, even a guy in a scooter. No scooter guy. Just closed. Oh, the best life has been whipped from so, under you. It's just like... You know, I feel like someone who's been on Tinder and you're kind of forward and back, forward and back, and yeah. eventually you commit and they ghost you straight away. Uh, That's what I feel like. Dave. So what are you going to do? Well, I went up the road and I, I found another coffee shop that I'm not... <laughs> no, I, I'm surprised. There's more than one coffee shop okay. in the centre of Dublin City. Yeah, I granted, it's a rebound. Okay, okay I'm not ready to commit to this new car. I just needed this. So anyway, um, I went in and uh, the guy, I, he, I, I used to go in there ages ago and he said, I haven't seen you in a long time. And I went, yeah, well, you know what? I'm probably not meant to be drinking coffee. So I, <laughs> I took a break. Every time I take a sip of coffee, it makes me feel like I'm doing Irish paper two and the leaving cert all over again. And he's like, oh, so it affects your nervous system? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, and my heart and other things. Okay. And <laughs> my adrenal glands, my brain, yeah, my subconscious, everything. Goes, my toilet. Yeah, and he goes, hey, no problem. Have you ever tried a half and half? And I'm like, half half. what's that? And he goes, well, if you want the full body taste of a coffee with two shots, 
we just give you one with caffeine and one decaf. <laughs> what? And I'm like, this could be the answer to everything. <laughs> what? So I strut out of there with my <laughs> half and half now and pump that music. Listen, half and half. Now I'm strutting around with coffee from a different shop. It's not quite my best life. But, guys, it's almost there. And do you know the best thing about this new coffee shop? It's actually open. And there's nobody inside in a cycling helmet waving me away aggressively. Do you know what the half and half reminds me of? What? You're absolutely fooling yourself. It's like the time uh, Jack Black... Uh, when he's in his band, Tenacious D went to the drive-thru. Do you remember this? Now, if you could take a Coca-Cola and just go half Coca-Cola, half Diet Coke. Because <laughs> I'm trying to watch my figure. Try to lose some of the weight. You want to have? Um, you know how you got the six-piece nuggets? Just, uh, can you give me just four nuggets? <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to... Shut up and listen to my father. <laughs> Take the six nuggets and throw two of them away. I'm just wanting a four nugget thing. I'm trying to watch my calorie intake. Put two of them up your ass and give me four chicken McNuggets. Jack Black's obviously had too much coffee as well. Yes. Maybe I am fooling myself. What about your subscription? Is it gone? Shut up! (laughs) It's it's the caffeine. Sorry, Sean. My subscription is a mystery. I I, I coughed up the 35 euro. I got two days of semi-illegal coffee and now it's gone altogether. And today is the 30th of August, which means uh, the 31st of March. On Thursday, I guarantee you the subscription is going to come out of yeah. your account. Is it auto-renew? It's definitely auto-renew. Of course it is. It's a subscription. <laughs> I don't face. know. <laughs> I don't know. His heart is racing with his half and half shot. I'll ask the guy on the electric scooter. Uh, <laughs> You're probably hallucinating. There probably wasn't even a guy. Shut up! I'm living my best life! Anyway, going back to my chick list. See you later. Do we need to call Dermot an ambulance? I mean, he's living his best life in some ways. In other ways, a lot of people are asking questions like, Dave, how many coffees has he had? Says Stevie. <laughs> yeah, he's a bit hepped up there, I'll be Look, honest with you. You don't understand. All I need to do is walk by the coffee packets in the supermarket. And I'm already tense. <laughs> like, the, the caffeine affects me on a... Like a spiritual level. It really genuinely does. Which, yes, but I can't stop drinking. We've it. had the discussions with Dermot. Maybe you shouldn't drink it. But this is not happening. He loves it. Ben and Greystone says, lads, here in Dermot's coffee store made me laugh so much. I nearly choked on my large and delicious Circle K coffee. There you <laughs> go. Ben, he's got what he needs. Do you know what I think, what it is about coffee? Obviously, it's a drug and your body craves it. And we release chemicals when we drink it. And then... When those chemicals go down, we miss them and we want them to go back up again. And that's what our bodies are doing. But I also think so much of coffee and so many other things like it are, it's ritual. Yeah. Ceremony. Human beings love ritual and we love routines and doing things in the same order. So in the morning time, if you, if you accidentally stumble into a best life ritual, (laughs) like I did, of like going to a familiar place, the familiar face, the familiar smells. Yeah. The cup, yeah, you maybe have your own keep cup and your thing, and you walk the. We love that. Yeah. Sure, sure. No, I'm with you. You love all that. And then you have heart palpitations and need to lie down when you come in here. So I'm just saying, maybe there's a trade off, you know? 
There is something comforting about having a coffee cup, though. Like when you're rocking around with a coffee cup in your hand, you do kind of feel really important. Yeah. And it's only when you, when you watch something like the Lego movie, do you remember that? Where they're all going, everything is awesome. They're all walking around with these cups, and you yeah. think, oh my God, that looks so <laughs> ridiculous. And people are seeking out the shops where the coffee is more expensive. Yeah. Can I tell you about the most ridiculous coffee shop I've, I've ever been in? Yeah. I don't know if I told you guys this. No. Um, sorry, we meant to be doing something important. Very much so. Okay. Well, hang on. <laughs> he he waited up The caffeine told him to keep going And now he's into it What are you into? Right I won't say where this place is, right? But it's it's a place that I pass It's in a place that I was passed through Driving down to Limerick, right? Okay, okay. And it's fairly innocuous In the middle of effectively nowhere Right Right But it's a coffee shop And they have taken coffee to the extreme. The gear they have in there, they told me one day, is like from Sweden or someplace in Scandinavia where it, it pulls like a pint and it does all these oh. weird things and the temperature okay. and the pressure and whatever. It's like the scientists have spent years developing these things. And the coffee's meant to be, oh my God, it's so incredible. Anyway, we rock up with the kids, right? Mm. We get out of the car because you want to stretch your legs around a long journey. Yeah. We go inside... And they're like, oh, okay. And we go, okay, so we'll have a coffee. They're coffee. Hey, kids, you want a hot chocolate? And they're like, sorry, no children. What? Huh? And then they point to a sign. And the sign says, not only no children in the shop, but please leave your children in the car. It's <laughs> <laughs> not illegal. <laughs> please leave them in the car. Like, you know how I leave a dog in the car? Please leave your kids in the car. Like, I don't want to want them to see This is a joke. <laughs> no, this is it. So my missus says... Are you are you joking? Yeah. And this like very good-looking girl in her twenties who's manning the thing says, uh, uh, "No, we're not we're not joking. This is please. There's no children, and, and we, we we just want a coffee. There was no children, and we went, what? Why? Well, they went, possibly the most pretentious thing I've ever heard. Yeah, it's a concept. Oh, oh my God! This is when coffee goes too far. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Notions. But even the sight of a child can affect the scientific process <laughs> of the water through the beans. Okay, speaking of best lives, picture this, folks. Working six months of the year. Not working six months of the year three months away from home living in heat with access to a swimming pool and getting to see the world could this be your dream job Martin McGuire from Cork is a captain with a word that's very nice to say Mersk <laughs> he's just back from his latest adventure <laughs> and he's on the line now hello Mark hello good morning lads how are you welcome back is there a sailing term uh, you know once a sailor comes back from the sea do you say anything in particular no, not really. Just well, <laughs> did, did did you get paid? <laughs> well, I home. did get paid. Yes, thankfully Good. I got paid. So, yeah. Durham was saying, so you get to split your year. So, do you do it in three month blocks where you go three months on, three months off? Exactly. Yeah, I wow. do three months maximum, four months. But that depends on what type of ship that you're working on as well. Some people do two weeks on, two weeks off. Oh. Some people might do a month. Some guys do nine months. So it does depend on who you're working for or what contract you're with. What kind of ship are you on? On a container ship, 
One of the mega container ships. Oh like my that. God! Sorry, I'm really excited about this because, like, I'm obsessed with watching YouTube videos. Like, they're almost like real time videos of ships sailing through stormy seas. The container ships. Like, oh, yeah. oh my God! They're just like obsessed. So, okay, so how many containers would you get onto your ship? Well, up to a point, of course. Um, 
if you had seeds that are like two or three meters, you wouldn't take much notice of it. You'd hardly even feel it, in fact. Um, but if it gets starts getting bigger or stormier, we actually have a uh, company that we work for in Denmark or that we work with in Denmark, and we can send them our roots and they'll send us a better route if there is one to kind of go around the storms and make it a bit safer for us. Right. But the ships are incredibly strong as well. I mean, it's the wonder of steel. They can take a lot. But, uh, but that, that, those videos I watched of, of the, you know, the, the ship cresting a wave and then plunging down four or five metres or whatever it is, I mean, you, we, you'll feel that, I presume. Oh, you would for sure. Yeah, mm. and I've experienced some, some bigger stuff, all right, just because there was no way of going around so you just had to kind of plow through the middle of it. So you'd have some um, sleepless nights or at least disturbed sleep. Yeah. Um, many years ago when I was on much smaller ships, you used to sleep with your life jacket stuffed in underneath your mattress and just wedge yourself in against the bulkhead so you didn't get thrown out. <laughs> Sounds like such a glamorous life. <laughs> a lot of people loving your TikToks, Mark. The captain does the best TikToks. Uh, when you oh, gave yeah. your intro, I knew it was Captain Mark, my favourite TikTok account. Tell him thanks for the informative, entertaining stories. He's a star. So what are you on TikTok so people can follow you? Cheers, yeah. It's um, at the Captain Mark. That's me. Or if you just put it, if you type in Captain Mark, um, I'm one of the first It'll ones. Come up, right. Yeah. Um, and, and what kind of stuff are you doing on TikTok to give people an idea? Like, obviously, people are loving your content. Is it just life on the water? Or? Exactly. Everything I do, like little hintful hint, hint, tips for people who are working at sea. And I do stuff, just a bit of crack, a bit of messing around the place as well. And when I'm bored on a coffee break there from time to time, talk about the engine room and about the accommodation and about security and life at sea and, you know and I do Q&A's Q and stuff like that so if people mm. send me in questions I'll do my best to answer them as well and do you ever come across anything weird or strange you know like a, a bearded thin man clinging to a plank of wood <laughs> or um, any strange anomalies creatures or maybe any rescue missions or anything like that well, we did a rescue mission uh, just a couple of weeks ago actually just as we were passing up through um, towards Greece there was one of the migrant boats, unfortunately, went down there. So we were um, asked if we could come and assist. Oh, gosh. And we headed over. Yeah, and um, we tried our best to uh, keep our eyes peeled. We were there for about eight hours or so until we were released. Mm. Um, but yeah, unfortunately, a tragic event. But um, other kind of spooky stuff and things like that, well, besides the engineers walking around in their underpants. <laughs> uh, <laughs> got to do the work, whatever it takes. Yeah, the image of the old beautiful sirens on the rock wooing you over, and now I'm just seeing three oily engineers and their jocks going, <laughs> The siren's going, come here. Like, it's a 353-minute it's a ship. I, I can't turn it around. It's going to take weeks. Uh, Captain Mark, thank you so much for talking to us. That's Mark McGuire. You can follow Mark at the, the Captain Mark on TikTok. Mark, thanks a million. And uh, how long are you at, at home now for? I'm going to be at home now until the middle of November, there, thereabouts. Good right. a bit of travelling around and stuff as well. And... Um, yeah, I'm just off now. I'm going to okay. go uh, for barbecue later, I think. Good man. Right, well, we're tuned into Dermot Dave. Thanks a million. Okay, take it easy, Mark. Cheers. Bye. Bye bye. I was given out about a coffee shop that I went to that uh, wouldn't allow wouldn't allow you bring your kids in. It's a, well, <laughs> it was the concept of not having yeah. children in the coffee shop. And someone says, Dermot, that coffee shop has some of the nicest coffee in Ireland, and it is so nice to go in and not have kids virtually abandoned by parents running and screaming while you're trying to enjoy your coffee. So get over it. Um, I I actually don't have a problem with you know I can totally appreciate adults wanting to go, well, go for a quiet coffee. It was the fact that the sign said 
don't let the kids out of the car <laughs> in the car park. <laughs> your kids and it's like, car. and it's you know, it's on a road that you traditionally would be doing a long journey on. Mm. Um, so they need to get out of the car every now and again. Go to the toilet. Oh, drink even, and drink. even the sight of the children. Something very sad has happened. There's a chap from Limerick called John Gleason. He's on the line. How are you, John? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. John. Yes. This, this is this is just terrible news. Isn't what, it just, what, what's happened? Tell everybody. Well, I'll tell you. So I, I went out on Saturday night uh, to go to see uh, Niall Colgan who is a, a DJ in Limerick in the commercial bar. Hadn't seen a DJ in about 20 years. And a great uh, hairdresser to boot. That's, oh. That's international hairdresser. Fantastic. What a also. night you had, a hairdressing <laughs> DJ in a bar. This is incredible. <laughs> correct, correct. Correct. So, yeah, no, it was a great night. Uh, Niall was on top form, and he uh, did belting out the tunes on vinyl only. Uh, so it was classic house and a great night. Um, until the very end when the lights came on and I realised that my new glasses had gone missing. Um, you've, you're telling us live on the air that you've lost your glasses. Correct. <laughs> I just, I fell over. <laughs> Dave, Dave. fell over. We, it's okay, we... St. John's Ambulance are here to deal with this. This is order of multiple levels of John. falling. <laughs> John, you've lost your glasses. Um, yes, okay, how do you think they went missing? Uh, it, was, it was just one of those things. I was up having a, a good dance. Uh, a girl walked past me and she obviously liked mm. to look at my glasses. Right. She took them, off, took them off me to try them on and disappeared. <laughs> I never saw her again. John... Exactly what were you on? That some woman <laughs> spirited away with your glasses and you didn't yeah. even see her. Yeah, well, I saw her go. She went very quickly into the into the crowd and I expected she'd come back to me a couple of seconds later and give me back my glasses. And uh, that didn't happen. I th- look, I can understand. I think there's one of those girls in, in, in every group, you know, <laughs> when you're out. They, they kind of... I'm the crazy one and I go up yes, to strangers yes. and take glasses off their faces and people Correct. go oh, ha, ha, very funny don't give me the glasses back <laughs> Actually, yeah, can't and her, her friends are like Lisa just sit down um, <laughs> so she, she took she took the glasses off your face you thought it was a ha 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 moment but she just never yeah. came back never came back and <laughs> is, is there something unusual about your glasses that she would have been drawn to them well, they're a bit peculiar. They're, they're like, I mean, I describe them as a pair of oakly shades, black oakly shades, but I put clear lenses into them. Oh, very uh, cool. So, well, I'm very oh, cool. Sounds like kind of like a surfing Deirdre Barlow. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. Now you got it. Exactly. That's exactly what I look like. Right. Okay, so... My, my, sister, my sister calls them my Bono glasses. Oh, they're okay. They're and how, kind of heavy and wrap around. And how long have you had them? I've had them about eight weeks. Oh, no. How much they're recent? And they were about 560 quid. Oh, <laughs> my God. Yeah. Well, wow. By the way, when you say about and then say a very specific number, yeah, it wasn't. I, it was exactly five hundred and sixty quid. Oh my god! Uh, so yeah, I treated myself to them a few weeks ago. No, let's, let's go back. Just sorry for a minute. Just go back to the, the night out. Okay. Yeah. The hairdressing DJ's in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> right. Everyone's having the ball. <laughs> then, then this this woman, this mystery ghost apparition of a woman appears. Yeah. Do you think? Her mission was 
I see 560 euros worth of glasses. I'm going over there to nick them. Or was she, as Dermot said, sit down, Sheila? <laughs> she was just yeah. the crack. And she just and then I, she went over and put them on the table and then just kept dancing. Well, maybe the ploy was that she would take the glasses from your face, disappear into the crowd, and then maybe you would follow her. And then, you know, what would ensue? Right, well, I wasn't following anyone, but uh, uh, no, I think, as you say, she was the Sheila hope of the group um, because these glasses are no good to anybody else. They're, <laughs> they're like, I'm 47, these are bifocal glasses. Right. These, are, these are old man glasses. What? They're, they're old man cool glasses. They must be special glasses because let's face it, it was a 90s night celebrating house music. I'd say most of the people there had glasses. <laughs> And possibly canes. <laughs> yeah, there was there was a group of five or six of us that were yes that kind of selection. Cool canes. <laughs> so, um, so come here. Like, do you think there's a chance that this is all very innocent, and that crazy Sheila just, as I said, whipped them off, put them down on the bar, went dancing, got some other guys baseball hat flipped it off his head went over you know did that thing where you you push in the back of someone's knee and their, and their <laughs> yeah. leg buckles but she just got around like it's been really annoying and maybe the bar has your glasses no I've done that done that I've actually got made a contact with people they've been excellent the commercial bar in, in Limerick they've been really really good they've taken my name and details I've had a couple of people go in uh, on Sunday and yesterday my dad called in um, and uh, no there's no sign of them now but if they do turn up in the commercial they will catch up right I'd say the glasses got passed around in the group because everyone sure. wanted a go because they looked kind of like Bono glasses and then someone probably shoved them into a pocket and woke yeah. up the next morning going who That's the enough. hell owns these glasses so maybe yeah. that person is listening maybe they're hopefully. on someone's mantelpiece at the moment hopefully 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 uh, because I don't think they're good they're, I don't think they're any good to anybody else and as I say I just think it was one of those crazy things to do in a nightclub you know yeah well why don't you put posters up around <laughs> the area with your phone number on them and I've got a, pic- a cute picture of you in the glasses uh, yeah, I do, I do. I've got yeah, one or two. Has he been right. to put up posters where you can't see anything? I can't, yeah. You'd be, you'd be hammering up the posters, you realise if you're hammering it into someone's forehead. <laughs> Sorry, I thought you were a lamppost. Um, well, maybe what you can do is, Sean, have we got a picture? Can we put a picture up somewhere so that, um, that like, John's glasses can be seen by the nation? We can A, see how cool they are and B, maybe someone else has spotted them. Yeah, well, John sent us in a picture, so if he's happy for me to post it on Today FM's Twitter... If that's okay Absolutely. with you, John. It's a, a terrible picture, that selfie that I took a few weeks ago, but go for it. I okay. have no shame. I Good, because no we've got to get these glasses back. They're 560 euros worth of Oakleys, for goodness sake. Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Surf, well. Surfing Deirdre Barlow. <laughs> John, we that's really hope, we, really hope we, we find out from the person that they just, as Dermot said, accidentally put them in a pocket. They have them stored safely away, just waiting to hear on the radio for the man from the hairdressing DJ night who had lost his glasses. <laughs> He's yeah, a DJing hairdresser. Oh, sorry. To be for that. He's well, not I, playing I, tunes I, and cutting people's hair. Uh, guys, and I'm just, just to give a quick plug, anybody of, uh, who wants to hear some good DJing house music should come to the commercial when Niall Colgan is there. He'll be there, I think it's every once every eight weeks or something, but it's fantastic. Where's the commercial? Uh, the commercial is up Catherine Street. So if you knew Jerry Flannery's bar on the left, if you went past that and up another block, mm. it, it used to be Daffy's a long time ago. I um, and it, and it, it, it has a fabulous little beer garden and, uh, and a, 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 a basement where we were doing our thing on Saturday nights. Well, it's good that you're reliving your youth. Not good That's that you...
lost your glasses. <laughs> John, you've called the right people. This is Dermot and Dave on Today FM. And you know what's going to happen. Before the end of this show, we'll make this right. We'll fix okay. this. John, don't, don't be sarcastic. We're going we're to we're make everything okay in your life. Now, John, we're, <laughs> o- we're over here. Look yeah. over here. We're over here. <laughs> you're, 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 looking at, you're looking at a bin now. Come on. <laughs> John, we'll be in touch. See you later. Okay. And guys, love the show. All my family love the show. It's fantastic. Ah, well, listen, thank for you, saying that, we'll send you out a lap blanket. How about that? Oh, thank you very much. Yay. Unless that was yeah. how we were going to fix this whole thing and we've ruined the surprise. Anyway, <laughs> lap blanket for you, John. Talk to <laughs> you later. Bye, bye, bye. Bye, bye. bye guys. Thank you. Bye, bye. All right. Are you the girl who took John's glasses? Is it you, time now to fess up? Or do you know her and go, oh my God, Sheila, what were you doing? <laughs> it was Lisa. Lisa, <laughs> sorry. calling her Sheila. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, uh, maybe you know where these glasses are. Maybe you found a random pair of Bono-looking glasses Look, and you didn't know what to do with them. Give them back. Maybe these are lost. Are you working in an optician somewhere in the country? Can we help, John? Before, you, like we said before the end of the show, we'd make it right. Can you whip up some Bono-looking Deirdre Barlow bifocals <laughs> before the end of the show so he can actually see where he's going? Let us know in 87 102 Let's solve the sad tale of John's missing glasses. Today FM, sending you to Electric Picnic. Oh, we have so much Electric Picnic stuff on the show today. We're going to give you the absolute must-have guide because when was the last time anyone went to a festival? It's been years. We've forgotten how to conduct ourselves. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to do that after 11. Uh, between 10 and 11, we will reveal the Saturday lineup for the Today FM Soundgarden. And of course, we're giving you tickets as well to go to Electric Picnic. But yesterday, our call managed to get himself behind the scenes yeah, first EP. First look, sneak peek. Sorry, actually, just one second, guys. <laughs> just... I'm gone full <laughs> EP, baby. <laughs> He's got... He's got a Liam Gallagher sun hat and a pair of sunglasses on yeah. in the studio. I'm ready. You are ready. My wristband. He's a wristband. This is deep. a health and safety one. This is one I got yesterday, but I'm not taking it off. No. The you other one will go on this arm. If you if you have the health and safety wristband and a high vis, I reckon you could walk into any part of EP and get away with yeah. it. Yeah. Do you think? I think so, yeah. yeah Definitely get say, into the... I need to check the fire extinguishers in here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, backstage. Yeah. Okay, so was what class. was the crack? Yeah, so you went uh, down yesterday to get a kind of a back uh, a backstage, a behind-the-scenes look at the setup. Yeah. Uh, I've done the London junket thing, mm-hmm. and I've, 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 you know, I've been around, I've done the Irish Open and stuff. This was up there, lads. Really? It was just so cool to be in the picnic mm. when no one else was there. Just lads building stages and just people painting random things and throwing paint over there and having a splash of red over on that thing. Okay, it was it was class. I suppose the the what made yesterday was the weather as well. I know that's on everyone's mind. Is is the everyone's nervous about the weather? Yeah. But like there were so many places for cover. There's the forest. There's the woods. Like you know what I mean? There's loads of places. <laughs> yeah, I, knee deep in mud. I can't wait to go to the woods. Nah, there's shelter. There's oh, shelter. shelter in the woods. That's where everyone hides out there. Yeah. Yeah. Four o'clock in the morning. You see people crawling out. Yeah. Out of the trees. <laughs> the forest people are here. Yeah. The, the vibe is really, really good down there. And it's it's way, way bigger than it was in twenty. Really? It's bigger yeah. again. Yeah, it's bigger again because they're expecting a lot more, I suppose. Yeah. So they're 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 taking in yeah. for that. They've moved the main stage, so that's kind of in the main area. Usually the main stage was kind of off. Off to the side, yeah. Yeah. So that's it's it's like you know, in other festivals, main stage is like it's nearly everything is built around the main stage. Yeah. Mm. It's kinda like that this year. Yeah, that's Interesting. good. Uh, I, I, there's a new place called Freetown. Literally the coolest place ever. I think that's my favourite place. I talked to the guy who created Freetown. I was 
thinking maybe I won't tell the country about Freetown. But look, I'm a sound guy. I'll see you all at Freetown at the weekend. Hi, my name is Hugo. We build and look after this area called Freetown. It's um, the sort of new area, I suppose, of Electric Picnic, the expansion of it, the place that gobbles up all the people late at night and shows them things to do that are full of mischief and charm. You know, attempt to fulfil that, that wonder that there is in the small hours of the night. Oh my God, you put that so beautifully. I think this is like a hidden gem. I feel like I don't really want to tell anyone about it, but everyone needs to see it. We're standing in this area now called Six Bars, and, and there are six bars in it, and each of those bars is built into a, into a small shipping container. Um, they're made of absolutely anything that I could find. They, they sit in this sort of swarren of streets. They are quite hard to find. Yeah. And I, I, I think I kind of agree with you. I'd rather hope it stays that way. Um, there's so much on. And then obviously the amazing new stage in Providencia. And there's just so much more to discover. And if you're even half an adventurer, you're going to lose yourself in these kind of places. Did you say one name was called Provencia? Is that what you said? Providencia. Providencia. I can just picture some lad from Cork and he go back to his room. Hey, are you coming down to Providencia, lad? <laughs> I don't think it's going to be said as beautifully as you are pronouncing it right now. Well, um, but maybe it won't be as, uh, as clearly said by me by Sunday night. I'm now sat beside Luke O'Neill and we're about to watch some ballet dancing. Luke... You were serving drink earlier. I feel like that's not the only thing you're going to be doing this weekend. Now with the Metabolics, the band I'm in is playing on Friday and Saturday, 6 o'clock in the Leviathan Tent. So we can't wait. Doing a couple of gigs. Okay. So what kind of tunes are we supposed to expect from the Metabolics? Good time music. It's, it's yeah. all, we don't write it covers. It'll be great fun. Yeah. Stones, Beatles, you name it. Okay. So if you want to hear some good music to dance to, come along to the Metabolics on Friday or Saturday. So are you going to hang around the picnic as well during the day? Or are you, are you, are you, are you focused? Are you t- do you take your work as a musician just as seriously as a Trinity professor I'll be enjoying the festival yeah, yeah oh, of course I will yeah it's a, it's a break for us and in the band we've got three doctors you see in the band okay two scientists so we need a break from our day jobs as well you know so we're going to really kick, kick back a bit here and then on Saturday I'm doing science by the way Science Foundation Ireland have a tent so if you're coming to the picnic you will not miss Luke O'Neill exactly <laughs> but you'll have a good time if you come and see us play that's what happened I'm with the Coronas hey, hey guys hey guys we miss you where are you surely you know that Dave is doing his cheesy set on Saturday Saturday Absolutely. in Soundgarden. Oh, oh, we'll be there. That's the only thing that I've uh, starred on, on the Electric Picnic app is Dave's set. That's, yeah. the, that's the only thing I want to see all weekend. So. <laughs> it's probably going to be the two highlights of the weekend is Dave's cheesy set and the Coronas. Uh, yeah, no, <laughs> just Dave's cheesy set. Yeah. So you're on the main stage on Sunday? Sunday at 6.30, yeah. We're buzzing just before Snow Patrol and Arctic Monkeys. We're, we're blessed really with the, with the slot. It's going to be amazing. So fingers crossed we get some hot season weather. It's great yeah. to be back though. Yeah, how does it feel doing the, the festival circuit again? It's amazing, yeah, it's great. And great to see um, old friends and yeah. just you pick off where we left off. Like, it's amazing to be back. For first-time goers, what are your main uh, electric picnic tips? Well, looking at the forecast, it's going to be wellies for sure. Yeah. So yeah. bring wellies, bring everything, prepare for everything. Because even today, the weather wasn't meant to be this nice and it's absolutely scorching. It's one of the yeah. hottest days ever. So you need to bring sun cream, water, wellies. And uh, that's a start. Just enjoy yourself, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Okay, boys, best of luck. And look, I'm up here with you on the main stage. If you need a wingman, yeah. you know where to find me, okay? Well, and what yeah. is it you do, dancing? Or, uh, a bit of Irish dancing, yeah. a bit of, bit of Kaylee music. You know, I'm, look, I'm up for anything. Okay, you know, I'll, I'll beat a drum. Okay, okay, you're in. Oh, yeah. That's all we need to hear. Ah, well done.
phone call. So you can see Carl on the main stage yeah. doing river dance. Half, Half six, six on Sunday. Un- uninvited. With the Coronas. <laughs> Come here, did you not talk to Melvin Ben, who's the owner, the runner, the guy who <sighs> runs everything? Yeah, I was afraid you were going to ask me this. I, I, he was there and, you know, it was, it was a media scrum for mm. all these people. I felt more relaxed when I was getting to talk to the Coronas and I could have a bit of crack with right. them because they know you and all that. But the Melvin Ben interviews, everyone was swarmed around him and it was all arms in, like you see on the telly. Right. And it was arms in with the microphones and people were asking some serious questions. There was some reputable uh, outlets asking very <laughs> serious. As opposed to today, FM. They posted me from okay, the Durban Dave call, Show. Okay, fair, fair. So I backed out. I'm sorry, I couldn't. Yeah, there were just, there was so there was a lot of sustainability questions and things like that. So I was nodding and, and I was interested. Carl, I think if you had scared. put that kind of uh, work in, we would have been disappointed. What we really wanted was you talking to Luke O'Neill about the fact that he's in a band and serving points yeah. <laughs> and then the Coronas on stage with you as a backup Bez dancer. It was so random yesterday. We, were, we went to Freetown and we were in that place called Six Bars and there was just random celebs in the bars serving us drinks. So you can actually see there's a video of it on my Instagram uh, Minogue on Instagram and you'll see Luke O'Neill behind the bar with Roshino uh, just serving <laughs> the beer. beer. And I think that's going to be the idea for the weekend. You could potter in at some stage mm. and you might randomly have Luke O'Neill or some other random Irish celebrity serving you points. Yeah, so... Okay, well, we can't wait. It's going to be absolutely amazing to be down in Electric Picnic over the weekend. And don't forget, after 10 o'clock, we will announce what the Saturday lineup is in the Today FM Soundgarden. And also after 11 o'clock, we'll have your festival guide to remind you what you need to pack. As Danny from the Corona said, it's probably wellies. <laughs> John was a house music fan. He just was trying to have a good time. His friend said, hey, you know Niall Colgan, the hairdresser who used to be a DJ in the 90s? The DJing hairdresser? He's doing a gig up on Catherine Street. You want to go? Oh man, do I? Said John, putting on his favourite glasses that look somewhere between Bono and Deirdre Barlow. <coughs> and he went there and they were down in the basement having the crack in the pints dance and reliving their youth when somebody came up, took John's glasses off his face in a jestful way and then disappeared into the night. John spent 560 euro on those glasses. And now, they're gone. Hey, John's, John's on the phone. Uh, John, are you, are you okay to talk? I'm okay to talk. Thanks, guys, yeah. Do you Thank want you. us to send our parish priest around here? <laughs> Just to hold your hand. If he has a pair of 560 euro glasses, <laughs> yeah. I'd say yes. John. I'm going to need him after uh, the Deirdre Barlow uh, comparison. That's going to live with me forever. <laughs> yeah. I've had quite a few references to that already. Thank you, You're know. welcome, John. You're welcome. Yeah, L- listen, here, here's the thing, John. You don't come to Dermot and Dave with a dilemma without expecting a result. We know that. We understand our position. Well, maybe he was just looking for empathy, Dave. You know, sometimes when things are this bad, you just want a, a radio shoulder to cry on. We don't do empathy. We do results. Okay? <laughs> That's what we do here. <laughs> empathy now, results. I wish, with John, we could say that we tracked down Lisa the party girl <laughs> who, who appeared and then disappeared with your glasses. We can't do that. But we'll introduce you to somebody else. And her okay. name is Catherine. And she is the lab manager from Specsavers in Limerick. Hello, Catherine. Hi, lads. How are you? I'm great, thanks. How are you? In my head, I picture you working in the lab, but with 
with labs like the dogs like golden labradors <laughs> oh I wish and they Wouldn't all have glasses on and they're all like looking at really intricate things <laughs> I, I'm not sure how, uh, how much health and safety would agree to having shedding animals in the lab but hey Catherine we're all we're you all say bit, shedding yeah, yeah shedding, okay yeah. Check. So all, my, bit... all my lab technicians are much better looking than laboratory <laughs> <laughs> they lick themselves a lot less it's they great <laughs> Catherine we're all a bit sad we want you to make us happy we want you to change the mood of the country and f- tell us what you can do for our John. Absolutely. John, we in Specsavers in Limerick, which is Limerick's favourite optician, <laughs> would like to offer you a replacement pair of glasses. So come on down here to us in Cruises Street and we will look after you. Beautiful. Yeah. How about that, John? That's marvellous, Catherine. Thank you so much. You're for very welcome. We look forward to seeing you. No. I'll be, I'll be in, I'll be in soon. <laughs> Catherine, <laughs> if you will, as soon as you can find his way there, <laughs> you might bump off a few things on the way. Um, right. Do you have these Bono Deirdre Barlow glasses that he has? You know the ones he's talking about, these Oakleys. Well, we don't do Oakleys, but we we have a huge range of fabulous frames and lenses here for him, and I'm sure sure we'll find him something and to suit. John, in fairness, you know by the sounds of things and by the picture that's currently on at Today FM of you in these famous glasses on on Twitter, like you might be might be better trying a, a new pair <laughs> with Catherine. You don't mind them, John. You get whatever you want. <laughs> I love it. I love Look, it. I'm sure it was funny for a while, but you know, <laughs> you need to hold down a job and keep your friends. So, you know, maybe a change of glasses John, is what's required. Drop into Catherine and get yourself sorted so you can see again. We can all rest easy in the country knowing that you've got your glasses back in your face. All right? Thanks so much, guys. All Appreciate right. Thanks, John. Thanks, thanks Catherine. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Big shout out to everybody in Specsavers, Cruises Street, Limerick. If you want to go and have a look at uh, John in the famous classes, go to the Today FM Twitter at Today FM. You can see him there. And more importantly, if you ever have something that's making you feel, I don't know, a little bit down, you think the only people who can help are the A-team. Well, they're not available anymore. The only <laughs> people that can help are Dermot and Dave. And we will help you. We will do whatever we can to help you out. So if you ever want to get in touch, 87 102 during our show or Dermot and Dave at todayfm.com on the email any time of the day or night. Well, well not any time of the day or night. We'll, not, we'll, we'll help you if we're in the mood and yeah. if we're, you're, we're up for it. And, you know, if we haven't been out the night before. In terms of conditions, the blood. <laughs> I have a fantasy of spending a night in a truck I don't know why. I just really want to sleep in one of those cabs in, in, in a lorry, like to drive around with the big 40-foot trailers on the back. You know the scene there. Well, it's the perfect antidote to the housing crisis. Yeah. Just everyone get trucks. Well, listen to this, right? Road. We were talking to one of our callers, uh, Darren, and he was having to eat in a truck. But, he, you know, he said the bed is pretty basic, comfiest mm. bed he's ever slept in, but pretty basic. But listen to what Juju has. How do you Juju? I'm saying you Not bad at all. What have you got in your 222 Volvo? I have a fridge freezer, microwave, and a gas stove, DVD player, a lovely memory foam mattress, and all that. Let's head to some job. This is what I'm talking about. This is what I want. I want to be up there in the lap of luxury and hear the, the kind of the, the traffic going past all night long, but I'm there comfy, cozy, just watching a movie on DVD, cooking something on the gas stove. This is what I fantasize about. Oh, yeah, to some job, all right. I think your wife fantasizes about the same thing, Dave. (laughs) Just you away in a truck, eating off a gas stove. (laughs) And Juju, how how many miles would you do in a year? Oh, jeez, we'd do 100 
100,000 kilometres anyway, 120,000. Wow. And do you have any cool things painted on the side of your truck? No, unfortunately not, no. No, it's just like a name of the no. company or something. O'Dwyer Transport is all it's on the side with. O'Dwyer Transport. With a skull. Down in, <laughs> down in Middleton, Tipperary. Middleton, Tipperary. Juju, thanks very much. I will, I, I'm going to say in one, and it might be yours. I'll give you a buzz later on. We'll have a chat, <laughs> yeah? Hey, hey, you're welcome to drive at any time. Come on, thanks, Juju. <laughs> have a good one. All right, bye. see you bye. later. Bye-bye. Say stuff, that's the music. Say stuff, that's the music. Say stuff, that's the music. Okay, here's Say Stuff that suits the music, which it does what it says on the tin. Dermot is going to say stuff off the top of his head. He thinks suit pieces of music he's never heard before. Right. You ready to go? Have you any clues about anything that's coming up? Nah. Don't want to give you a clue. <laughs> just want you to just want you to feel it and live in the moment. Feel the adrenaline. Okay. Feel the rush. Okay. Here we go. Hey, <laughs> thanks, Dave. Electric Picnic is almost here. And don't forget your ABC of using those portaloos. A. Avoid. Go to the toilet in your pants if you have to. B. Be quick. Hold your breath for the whole time and get out of there. And C. Call the doctor because you definitely got monkeypox off the door handle. Have fun. Terrible Superheroes, Episode 5. The bus is about to fall off the bridge. Help us, lack of confidence, man. Hi, 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 everybody. <laughs> lack of confidence, man. Help us. Everyone's about to fall off the bridge. Oh, really? Oh, my God. Don't, uh, why are you asking me for? I don't... Um, really? Why didn't you ask somebody else? They're probably way better. Oh, yeah, girl. You're looking so fine. I want to spend more time with you. I want to get to know you. Yeah. I'm sorry, your car has failed the NCT and no amount of singing through the hatch at me is going to change it. Ah, oh, dang, girl. Ain't there something we can do? You can bring it back for a visual inspection within four weeks. Good day. This Zoom meeting open. Okay, Tim, do you want to go through the monthly report? Only the finest cheese. Only the healthiest cows. And only the rustiest wheelbarrows are put into our famous oxtail soup. Oxtail soup. You've probably forgotten how shit it is. <laughs> Enrique Iglesias is back with hitmaker Shakira. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I want to bring you for dinner. I want to take you out on the town. I want to treat you like a lady. And yes, maybe we could get down. Cheese chips. I just want garlic and cheese chips. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Sorry, but I, 
got some breaking news about me at Electric Victory. Okay, so you, you know I'm doing the cheese DJ set, right? We've yes. covered that. We've said that about 900 times, yeah, yeah. right? Two o'clock on Saturday. On the new Blizzards album, I do some backing vocals, which I've done on a few of their albums. It's not really ordinary, and they use me, and I'm very proud to be on the album. I love the music, I love the whatever. The lads have asked me to go on stage and perform with them. At, you were at Fishtown called yesterday when you were down. At Fishtown on Sunday night at a quarter past nine, I'm going to be on stage with the Blizzards. That is very cool. Playing guitar and singing for at least one song or however many we can rehearse mm. between now and then. Now, Dave, look, I'm obviously very excited for you. Yeah. very proud of you. I know you're a, such an accomplished musician and this is your dream. But let's just cast our mind back to when you were asked to join a Red Hot Chili Peppers <laughs> cover band. Yeah. And you were still, you were excited to be asked. Uh, you Hugely honoured. Did some rehearsals. Blew them away in rehearsals. Yeah. Uh, you turned up on the night and you absolutely crapped your pants. I forgot I was doing the gig. Then I remembered <laughs> I was doing the gig, went to the gig, got up on stage, said, What I got you got to give it to your mama. Blank. <laughs> there are no more words in this song. So instead of just like, you know, either saying what I got to give it to your mama over and over again, I just decided I'd turn around. I grabbed the cowbell off the edge of the drummer's um, <laughs> drum kit and a stick and I went ging, 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 ging for about 30 seconds as I backed off the stage and left and never spoke of it again. <laughs> so there's every possibility. Did you stick around for the rest of the game? No, no, just no, walked God. straight out of the venue? Never spoke to the lads ever again. They never spoke to me. They never rang me. What I got to get to give it to you, mama. What I got to get to give it to you, mama. <laughs> gink, gink, gink. <laughs> So Let's if you want to bell. see me potentially embarrass the life out of myself uh, with the blizzards on uh, Sunday night, uh, Fishtown. That's great. That's cool. I'm dying for it now. It's going to be absolutely That's brilliant. Jerry Fish's land. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Carl was down there yesterday. said it's a cool venue. Should Big stage. Ask him, can you curl his moustache? <laughs> it's a very good moustache. Dave got kicked out of Fishtown very quickly. Our Dermot is just non-stop these days. Got up, poured himself a cup of ambition. Himself and caught Well, he was walking around before the show today, walking around the office, asking anybody what they might or might not need in a local supermarket across the way. But then you and Carl had a conversation that only married couples have. <laughs> well, you see, Carl and I are breakfast buds. We're breakfast bras. <laughs> and uh, we like a good breakfast. Uh, we like boiled eggs. We like brown bread, uh, croissants, uh, porridge, <laughs> granola, fresh fruit. And, uh, you know, depending on our mood, sometimes we have smoked salmon. Um, but I was just asking him what he, what we needed. And then everyone around us started laughing because we sounded like a married couple. I said, what do we need? We need bread. We need butter. Um, <laughs> how many eggs do we have? We have four left. <laughs> and Niamh, Niamh from the breakfast team was just laughing her head off. Right. So, in fairness, we're going to start going... Is there any toilet roll in the upstairs bathroom? <laughs> Sean, you were you were witness all this. Yeah, I feel like Dermot's glossing over it a lot. I want to set a proper picture. Okay, go on. So Dermot was at his desk. He powered up his headphones to put on his audio book that we know he's been listening to. He threw a tote bag over his shoulder. Oh, yeah. He goes, I'm off to Lidl. Does anybody want anything? And then he went around to Colin and he was like, 
what are you feeling for breakfast today? He goes, would you like a croissant? And then Carl goes, no, I wouldn't eat one of those. And they went through this big long of like, you know, as if you're with like your yeah. your wives that you would sit across from and like chat them. And then he was like going across the office then and literally ask everyone from his desk all the way to the door, <laughs> did they want anything? He's a generous shop? soul. And like I heard the other end of the corridor just before he left, he goes to one of the guys from the other radio station goes, and do you want anything from Little? I find just shouting, just go. He's like, no, and who are you? <laughs> Your show starts in three minutes. Well, listen, I just like to get out there with the last few minutes before the show starts. That's the magic of a co-host. You can do a weekly shop and you know someone is in there pressing the button. Uh, but I very nearly uh, bought several hose attachments from the middle aisle. Oh, but I just realized I couldn't carry them across. Because I had the cliche thing happen to me the other day. Mm. I went across for ham and cheese and crusty rolls came back with a paint sprayer it genuinely happened <laughs> I walked into the office and was like really? I was like I know I'm sorry I'm a stereotype uh, they do these salted pretzels in Lidl which I'm <gasps> absolutely addicted yeah. to did you get one? I did yeah Carl you said you wouldn't eat a croissant what did you eat when you walked into the studio? no I wouldn't eat a pretzel he doesn't oh, like the salted pretzel. pretzel he doesn't get it I gave yeah. the pretzel a go what do you think? it was like ew Oh, they're, like, they're so chewy. It was very chewy, very salty. I liked the first bite, and then this, the rest of the pretzel still sitting on my desk. Now I want a pretzel and an ice cold can of Coke Zero. Oh, Jesus but I did eat one of the <laughs> I did eat one of the croissants that was left on your desk. Oh yeah, I got them for you guys. That's oh. the kind of guy I am. <laughs> yeah, you okay am for I hose good? attachments? <laughs> am I okay to be in the Breakfast Club? <laughs> you can be in the Breakfast Club, but the only rule is bring my tote bag. Oh, don't talk about Breakfast Club. Come on. <laughs> Dave's world, Dave's world. If we don't let him do it, he gets ratty. But first, so you remember yesterday I brought you the squirrel that made the noise. Do it again for me, Dermot. <laughs> it was better before the news. But I also... <laughs> Your face. I also brought you Onion, the parrot with a Scottish mm. accent. Yeah. Well, it turns out that having put him on the radio... Onion's owner got in touch with me and was like, oh my God, I want to send you more Onion. Okay, so Onion can do lots of things. <laughs> onion can do a truck reversing. <laughs> okay. Onion can also do an entire phone conversation from the ring to the cough once you've had your conversation and you want to hang up. Hello? Uh, okay, Hello. <laughs> <laughs> uh, at the end, okay. okay I'm guessing there's a smoker in the house. <laughs> Possibly so. Uh, but sometimes she did say the onion can be a little bit cheeky. Apologies, any little ears. Well, she's taking a dog at onion. Cheeky bastard. <laughs> <laughs> the neighbor was taking the dog out. Cheeky man. Uh, and that's not the only one. I also got for, uh, um, a message from Vicky. This is brilliant. So Vicky, uh, I was going to get all the names right here. Okay, so Vicky lives with Brody. Brody's a man. Okay, they they own a parrot. Mm. But Brody has the strongest Waterford accent you can imagine. Okay, so Chico, the parrot, has a really strong Waterford accent. Okay. <laughs> And Chico mimics Brody when Brody's watching Waterford playing hurling, okay? This is what Brody does, and now Chico does it as well. Go on. 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 Go on.
But then I also found uh, it was Marie McGann's parrot Frankie, who also has an Irish accent, a very strong Irish accent. Uh, but I don't know. It must be the the granddad of the family. That's exactly what Frankie sounds like. And Frankie also might have a little bit of blue language every now and again, right? Parents is Jesus Christ. Would you close the door? Why are you going to Jesus Christ. Jesus Sounds like an old man. Yeah, Frankie is so good. Anyway, that doesn't even come close to the one that my favourite one is, which is what animal is this? <laughs> How is it not Will Ferrell? It sounds like the guy trying to get the snake out of his house from the other day. Well, Lizzie Kilkenny said, is that the Jordy lab getting the snake out? No, it's not. Uh, that's not an animal. That's the noise I make when a wasp comes near me, says Philip in Dungarvan. Uh, that animal sounds like Dermot doing the half nine. How are you? <laughs> 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 it's Rihanna. Uh, <laughs> other suggestions? Is it a giraffe? Is it a hare? Is it a baby rhino? No, we had the baby rhino yesterday. <laughs> is it Jerry Seinfeld? <laughs> no, but a lot of people didn't realise it is actually a goat, and it's a very particular goat called Huckleberry. And when Huckleberry is a little bit ratty and he mm. wants his dinner or his breakfast, this is the noise Huckleberry makes when his owner is nearby. <laughs> The last one is so good, so. Ah! Ah! <laughs> Warren G and Nate Dog regulate. Michael McDonald! It's like it's yeah, it's we're not Michael McDonald impersonators. <laughs> uh, okay, well, let's do this. Cheese and crackers, cheese and crackers, cheese and crackers. Cheese and crackers, cheese and crackers, cheese and crackers. With Irish Life, proud supporters of the Irish Life Dublin Marathon, harnessing the power of support. Okay, so last well, night we, we should explain. Oh. There's, there's two millennials in here. Some Gen, Gen Zers. Zers. We don't even know Some what Gen they are. Some Gen, Gen Zers are like, what the hell are you talking about? Michael yeah. McDonald? Michael Donald McDonald. We just started shaking our heads at each other and did the whole thing like, what are you Formerly doing? of the Doobie Brothers is the man who wrote that original song that that sample is taken from. I like, did it. Remember dun, I did my dun, samples? Dun. No one's going to know this. Who's the Doobie Brothers? Ah, that's a very famous song. That, that, like, that sample is very well known. To people who aren't your age. <laughs> <laughs> Just have a listen here now, right? Because I did this on on the days where I did before about the songs that are samples. The whole song is this, right? And then Mike McDonald is unbelievable a beard comes in. <laughs> Such an AC song. Why did everyone sing like that in the 80s? Oh, no one, no one sang like Michael McDonald. He's incredible. No, they all kind of sang with that whole, like, oh, kind of. 
Because <laughs> he did something in their throat. You're thinking like Michael Bolton, Kenny Loggins, all these geezers. <laughs> I don't know if you're going to say anybody else sounds like Michael Donald. Like, as as nah, he, his voice was very unique. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But this is Michael McDonald's. No, but like, that's <laughs> also Rick Astley. I mean, maybe Jerry Seinfeld. What is the deal with airline food? <laughs> but like Rick Astley. Rick Astley? Never gonna get like it's it's up Never there. Never gonna get right. yeah yeah yeah. You're right. It's like yeah. why do they sing like this and not just sing enunciate? It's <laughs> just Jerry Seinfeld now. <laughs> Sorry, Maybe anyway. I'll, I'll have to do another day's worth of thing because there's so many more sample songs I never even got to. But like, there's. Well, I just have to have a special explain to Gen Z or segment on the show. This is all the good things you missed. <laughs> well, actually, you know Billy Joel's uh, "We Didn't Start." I guess I'm a little singer, and if I didn't, 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 I and he had a conversation with whatever we are. Are we Generation X? We're, or we're X. X. Gen X. He had a conversation with yeah. someone like that, because the whole cheese and crackers bed is finished. <laughs> <laughs> he had a conversation with, it was actually a friend of Julian Lennon, John Lennon's son, who did who said, ah, nothing ever happened before like 1970. Like, nothing ever happened in the 50s. And Billy Joel was like, what? Have you ever heard about it? And he listed off and he went, oh, actually, hang on. I could write a song. That's a song to these people who think nothing happened before then. Yeah, but all I can remember of that verse, that song is the other version of Jackie Charlton, Owen Hand. <laughs> <laughs> is that the one for the Simpsons? No, it's the one for, for Jack's Army, for yeah. Irish football. Yeah. Oh, sorry, but they did a version of the Simpsons for, as well. It was for Euro 88, was it that I version? I think it was Euro 88, yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, we're all ancient now, we clarified that. <laughs> okay, well, what we should have done was done this properly. Sorry. Cheese and crackers, cheese and crackers, cheese and crackers. Oh, cheese and Crackers, she's and crackers, she's and crackers. Oh. With Irish Life, proud supporters of the Irish Life Dublin Marathon, harnessing the power of support. We have now taken two <laughs> tunes from Irish tenor John McNamara. <laughs> We're not 400. Oh, no. No, I'll tell you what I've done. The I've done. Of Athenry. <laughs> I'll vote for that. <laughs> Our call has decided to get to electric picnic in the most complicated way possible. It tore the picnic. You're going to run it, Carl. I know. I know. My first observation, I'm standing outside Tyler Stadium here. Uh, this is where the registration is taking place. And this is where the cyclists start from. So we actually get a bus. The runners get a bus to a thigh. The cyclists start from Tala. One very, very clear observation that I can see is that there are hundreds of cyclists. There are not many runners because they're not <laughs> foolish enough. <laughs> well, you know, we obviously told you this was like a special event uh, in order to raise money for lots of different charities and uh, you know, it's all about health and fitness. Actually, accounts were just too cheap to expense your petrol. <laughs> so this is why you're running to Electric Picnic. It's got nothing to do with the charities. Well, yeah, well, thanks for that. I, I wasn't I wasn't nervous, and I was actually very excited packing last night until I arrived, and now I am, I am awfully nervous. Well, here's you're the thing. All you're all safe-looking people. Well, here. look, it's only 17K. You're a fit hurler. You can do it. 
Um, you you know, your idea of my level of hurling <laughs> and my standard of fitness is way <laughs> off, brother. You well, might be cramping up at about 10 o'clock tonight. You'll have to, like, you see those lads lying down on their backs and football pitches and someone grabbing their shoe and pointing it towards their head. People will be doing that to you in front of the main stage later on tonight. <laughs> cramp! Cramp! Somebody help! Uh, you've done 15K and you've done 15K on road. You're now doing 17K and it's a little bit of a cross-country trek. Yeah, that was sprung upon me that this is a trail run. So I have taken the leap and I am wearing my good new running runners. So I am chancing it. Oh, interesting. They're meant for the road. They're spotless as well. Well, You know the beautiful irony of all this, Cahal, is the day uh, not so long ago when I wore my trail runners into work... And it was, you consider them so hideous, they were put up on the internet for all to poke fun at. And now who's laughing? <laughs> me! I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're just get who... me a lift, will you? Please just get me a lift. God, God, you're getting a bus to a tie. I mean, you're more than halfway down there by the time you get dropped off. Come here. You're, you're at the scene, obviously, of the historic yeah. events last night. But historic events today, I mean, <laughs> you're going to run it. Uh, what about motivation? What about kind of stuff that's going to pick you up when you're when you're feeling a little bit down? What what plans have you got? Yeah, it's a good question. I usually so you, I'm getting like I've never ran with a crowd before. I've never done a, a race like this before. So I, I do need to be pumped up. Usually, if I'm playing before a big championship match, I'll put the earphones in and I'll play Galti Mountain Boy. I'm not 100% <laughs> sure. I'm not 100% sure you're going to let me play that. Back up there. We've all seen videos of, like, you know, Man United, Liverpool, um, teams before the All-Ireland Final getting off the bus with the big f- headphones in. And you presume they're listening to, like, Pump and Tunes by Calvin Harris or, or like, stuff to get you in the mood. You're listening to what? <laughs> Do you know Galaxy Mountain Boy? Well, obviously song? not. No, what is it? <laughs> well, it's just a song. It's a temporary song. But I listen to it because obviously I'm playing Harland in Dublin. I don't want to get into this, all right? No, no, hey, no, 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 no. We're getting into it. We're getting into it. In fact, I'm going to play a little bit of Galaxy Mountain Boy and you can sing along, Carl. In 1916. Yeah, yeah, that song. Beautiful. Three and three. Three as a culture, I have to say to you, you are such a culture. <laughs> well, I do. Play, I play that because it's Tipperary, and then I'm playing hard in Dublin. So okay, so that motivates you. Okay, we're like that's weird, <laughs> weird flex, but fair. Okay, what about today? You surely can't be listening to I don't know. Is that the Wolf Tones or someone? Um, when well, you're... that's it. You see, obviously now I have a bit of street cred here. So well, you're running, was... you're starting off in a tie. You should be listening to Picture This. That's their home ca- hometown, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? Yeah, it is actually. Well, look, I, I, I have two songs in mind. I do have two uh, EP uh, acts okay. in mind. Right. Okay. So I was, I was scrolling through Spotify last night saying, these are the, these are two big tunes, okay? So Glass Animals are playing. Yeah. So what are Heat you Heatwaves. That's Heat the song. Waves. Sometimes all I think about is you. Uh, you're, just yeah. thinking of, you're thinking about Dermot and Dave And that's you want that playing in your ears, is it? No, I'm thinking about Galaxy Mountain Boy <laughs> Oh, that's a nice one to ease in Would you play that at the start? Yeah, uh, yeah these, okay. these, these are kicker-offers now So, okay. so I, was hoping, I was hoping the listeners might be able to help me out So that's, that's option one All right. And option two is one of the bands I can't wait to see this weekend It's Snow Patrol So just say yes Today FM, oh my God. In the back line, you can have the freedom to do that. You don't always have to be free as a defender. You can mark, and I think that gives 
the attacking option then out wide left for, for Megan Connolly or Megan Campbell to get forward. Connolly there. Free kick from Connolly. And a header. Breaks the deadlock. Yes, Lily Ag's header last night. I've got goosebumps right now. Oh. And it's like 12 hours later. You should have been in the stadium last night. The roar that went up was just absolutely amazing. We did it. We secured a spot in this autumn's World Cup playoffs. We beat Finland by a goal to nil at Tala Stadium last night. Substitute Lily Ag's header. You just heard it there. Uh, nine minutes into the second half. And it was absolutely incredible scenes. I was lucky enough to be working at it. I was doing stuff at half time with the crowd. It was absolutely brilliant. But the atmosphere the whole way through, from the start of the day, the atmosphere out there was unbelievable. What animal were you dressed up as again? I was a jo- <laughs> I was the back end of a pantomime horse. And, and it was absolutely amazing. Oh, we're only slagging him off. He's, he's Sky's right-hand man on the pitch, Dave Moore. On the spot, Dave. Uh, Ireland's exact route through to the playoffs won't be clear until next week. But uh, woman of the moment, manager Vera Pau, who has got us this far joins us on the line now we're delighted to say hello Vera hi good morning I get goosebumps of you guys oh it's good to hear uh, I'm going to try something Vera gefeliciteerd oh thank you well yeah. hey. so I think I said congratulations in Dutch there yeah and I said thank you Vera we are so proud of you we were so proud of that whole team everything you have done since you've come in you. and taken yeah. over and as I said in the stadium last night the atmosphere was just absolutely electric all the way through. But more yeah. importantly, the football. You guys did it. You got to the World Cup playoffs. Yeah, we still don't know exactly how because <laughs> the start was not so not so secure. But um, yeah, I think all the ones who did not pick up the tickets, um, who bought them and did not show up, that they are really having a bad day today. <laughs> <laughs> That's for sure, yeah. Well, in fairness, I mean, it was a record. It was history was made last night. It was the yeah. largest ever crowd for a women's nas- national team game in Tallis Stadium. It was absolutely amazing. Yeah, we, we were just talking about that here. With the, There's some staff around me and we said that atmosphere was so special. I've never, ever experienced that before, not in a men's game or a women's game. Uh, it is the, the men's game is a complete different atmosphere, but yeah. I love this. I just love all those children who get completely crazy of, of, of these players, and, and right so, because we have such a special bunch of, of players that, uh, yeah, they, they, they inspire so many kids. Um, and that is such a joy to work mm. with. Actually, can we just listen one more time, Dave, just to that cheer when the goal went in? Because it's <laughs> it, it just it's been reverberating through all of us since it happened. Here we go. Connolly there. Free kick from Connolly. It's so cool. It is. And what's amazing is when you're in the stadium. I'm sure you can hear it on the telly as well is when the chance of, like, come on, you girls in green, or Ireland, Ireland happens, you can hear that it's kids, and that it's yeah. girls, and that it's not yeah. as boys as well, of course, but it's but you can hear that in the chant. And I would imagine that on the pitch, all those things you're focusing on, and, not, and you on the sideline, Vera, everything you're focusing on, of course, is, is the game, but it mm-hmm. must seep through. It must seep through that this is historic things that are happening. Yeah, and... and- uh, yeah, it's not for nothing that I've never experienced that before. Those kids, um, I asked them to be loud. Well, they have been loud. And they've been, <laughs> they've been celebrating and, and shouting us through the, the difficult moments. And, uh, and it just makes a difference. And 
I think that this has been a historical moment for women's sport in general in, in Ireland. And maybe maybe broader others need to see this as well because, oh, I hope so that in the draw that we have a home game because it will yeah. be even mm. more crazy. Well, a full yeah. Aviva has got to be the next next step. Oh, we'll get there. We'll Aviva definitely Stadium. get there. I mean, you, you, you made choices last night. Um, obviously, um, little John to come off. And uh, you put yeah. on Lily Ag. She got you the goal. But even the formation, you know, I mean, what was it? Kind of five at the, at the back. Was that what you were think, you're thinking was, or was it three with a, with wing backs? How are you setting yeah. yourself up? It was the last last uh, the last bit. It's a one three four three system, but defensively the wing backs would then drop into the back line mm. and. Um, the, the attacking midfielders would drop into the four line. So uh, we we knew that we uh, if if they wouldn't score, then we would have a big big chance to to win because we knew that we would get that one or two chances. Yeah. And and actually in the second half we got more chances than the, than them. And I've seen the stats and um, yeah we we had more shots and goal more chances than Finland even um, even though they were putting pressure on us because they're physically so strong. Um, but they were playing a bit differently they were playing in kind of diamond in attack uh, so we had to organize that that was the the nerve uh, the nerve starting point but uh, as soon as we organized that it was all um, it, it, it yeah it was sorted actually and the players have fought themselves through the game in the way that those tigers have done before and uh, well yeah, I, I've never seen any just, player on any match and any I've been to lots of football matches in my life and I've never seen any player run as much as Heather Payne runs for you yes. she is just <laughs> unbelievable yeah she's not a natural striker but this is what we need in these games and, and in the stage that we are um, as she usually would uh, perform on the wing but for us in that position she's phenomenal without her we would not get to get a moment of uh, get the pressure of us yeah um, and yeah uh, she she ran over 14k 14 so, kilometers she ran last yeah. night Jeepers. Yeah. and our call is running down to a lecture picnic he's worried about 17k he didn't have 11 <laughs> finished women running after him trying to knock him off the ball yeah and and then and then the difference all sprints eh? yeah all, all sprints. sprints exactly yeah. um, <laughs> we noticed that you told the team uh, to celebrate in the ground but there will be yeah. no party at the team hotel and as tough as that may be for them because they're obviously on a high I mean I, I guess it just shines a light on you know as, as a terrible political slogan from our past here uh, from a, f- a couple of decades ago said a lot done a lot more to do so you know um, the, the focus is on look we, we've got to where we wanted to go but now the real work begins Yes, exactly um, This uh, I have the feeling that we now broke through the, a ceiling and uh, that anything can happen now that we're ready for it but if we win on Tuesday, it has two two sides. One, we can maybe there's a slight chance that we get in a better uh, position for the playoffs. Mm-hmm. That we might only need to win one game instead of four games. Um, and second, um, for the next campaign, we need to have a higher uh, coefficient because UEFA is going to change the setup, and that would mean that we would enter the first group and that would mean bigger chances for qualifying. Definitely, definitely would. Yeah, and every game matters. And as you said, and it is, exactly. we, we mentioned this at the start, that it it is such a complicated route to the World Cup, but the simpler yeah. we can make it by the better performances, and particularly <laughs> against Slovakia, yeah. that's got to be better. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, let's go to Slovakia um, and get, get the result, Vera. Yeah, will your approach for, to that game be any different to last night's? Uh, no. 
no, we keep the same structure, the same approach. We want to win. Um, we have lost Jamie, Jamie Finn. Yeah, she got books. Yeah. But you know what? We wouldn't have played her anyway. Okay. Because because if she would have booked in against Slovakia, Slovakia she would not be able to play the playoffs. The playoffs, of course. So we would not have, have played her anyway. So it yeah. doesn't make any difference. No, that's <laughs> but true. But we have also a few injuries. So we need to see today... Um, and and we will uh, be open about it, and we will announce it to the press who who will make it, and if we need to bring in new players. Okay, well, Vera Pau, we honestly there aren't enough words in English or Dutch or any language to say how proud we are of you and everything you, you've, your team has done. Uh, we followed it all well, the way along. We we support you guys all the way. A, if I can get a chance to again thank the whole nation for all the support that we got, it it's, it was just a nation against Finland. That's how we felt it the, the whole day on and. And our sponsor Sky has done so much to to outbelieve this, and and we are so proud of them. Yeah, and I know, unfortunately, you guys had to be in the changing room at halftime to give some kind of a team talk. But I was on the pitch at halftime <laughs> doing selfies <laughs> and getting the crowd to cheer. I'm sure it probably inspired you guys a little bit in some way. Yes, it did. It did. Thank you so yes. much. Oh, you're very kind. That's the term game changer comes from, Dave. <laughs> uh, Vera Pau, uh, Ireland football manager, thank you so much. Congratulations on you're the welcome. win and the best of luck in the rest of the campaign. Thank you so much. All right, Vera, take care. Bye-bye. 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 Uh, and last Bye. night, when the final whistle went, the uh, the huddle that the girls got into uh, was just absolutely phenomenal. But all the staff, and there, that was even almost as, as hair-raising as the rest of the game. But afterwards, they came around, they thanked every single side of the stadium. They applauded and they thanked. And when they got to the side we were at, a bit further down, I think where their, most of their families were there. They, they said, Dave, thanks so no, much. No, they didn't. They said, thanks for the pantomime horse. <laughs> and then they did a dance to this song, Gala, Freed from Desire. And it was just phenomenal. So here it is. Come on, you girls and greens. Today FM. Welshie and Nono all day. Dermot and Dave on Today FM. Don't forget, Welshie is going to be performing at the Today FM Soundgarden. So make sure if you're down at Electric Picnic this weekend, you go and see him. Go see Welshie on Sunday uh, between half seven and ten in the Today FM Soundgarden. Um, I've got an ego, so I'll tell you that I'll be on from two to four tomorrow. Uh, but today there's loads of stuff happening there, so including Block Rock and Beats with Deck Pierce from about half past eight. So loads to happen in the Soundgarden. If you're at EP, make sure you go and check it out. It's going to be pure class. Sure, look, isn't that it? This prize money is pure class. 750 quid. 750 quid. Goes up by 50 every single day that it isn't won, but maybe today it will be. We're trying to solve D and DD and Dave Curran's in Wexford. Hello, Dave. How are you doing, man? We're doing well. What are you up to? I'm working at the moment. What kind of work do you do? Um, I basically pop up now, Marquis. Marquis? Wow. So, what kind of event are you doing today? Um, we're in Leafs to just put up Marquis just for a party and a short party as well. a party right. okay. okay is uh, what's better crack putting them up or taking them down uh, taking them down I think <laughs> come down a bit quicker <laughs> and what's the biggest marquee you have how many people would it hold oh um, probably 300 people or more maybe jeepers nice Dave's going to be playing the big marquee down in Electric Picnic Around with the blizzards. Oh, that one, yeah, the fish, yeah. fish town stand. I can't wait. Yeah. Are you going to EP uh, at all, Dave? Uh, no. No. Nope. You're going to be working. There's no crack in your life. What's happened to you? You used to be such great crack, Dave. <laughs> Dave, this is the thing about marquees. Marquees are always at weekends, aren't they, Dave? So, like, your job is is going to be busier Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I'd say, than Monday, uh, Tuesday, uh, Wednesday. No, we, we put them up during the week and. 
weekend off. Dave, I'm trying to help you out here. I'm trying to get, steer away from your life being no crack, but you're not helping me. Okay, give us one thing that you're going to do this weekend, Dave. That's that's a bit of fun. Um, I might go have a few drinks I win the money. There you are, if you win the money. Okay. Right. All right, he wants to get down to business. Okay, that's his, allowed. His crack has got terms and conditions. Okay. <laughs> D&D, D, what do you think? Uh, drink and don't drive. Drink and don't drive. Solid advice. But we're not the right answer, not the one we're looking for. Sorry, Dave. No. But, but the good news is, yeah. you... Could well if you can find a couple of uh, like a pole and some pegs, you could turn the Dermot and Dave lap blanket into a tent of your very own because you've just won one. Well done, Dave Curran. Lovely, lovely, lovely. All right, have a great weekend. Whatever you do, Dave. Bye, bye. 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 <laughs> Carl Downey's in Kilkenny. How are you, Carl? Well, how are you, Dave? Good. You're driving a lorry around work. I am, yeah, at the moment. Yeah. What's in the I back just, of it? You work in a small shop. It's just like <laughs> crashing into shelves. <laughs> yeah. What's in the back, Dave? Or Dave, Carl? Um, I don't hold that now. There's uh, Jacko boards all that's left in the back. Jacko boards? Yeah. What's a Jacko board? Oh, I don't ask me now. I was just told to drop it off. <laughs> Fair. Maybe, you know, maybe the lads are just is. making those things up. So you'll go out and go, I have a load of jacko boards here. And then they go, hee hee hee, it's not real. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think D and D D stands for? Uh, dip and dunk digestives. Dip and dunk digestives. Yeah. A jacko board is made from an extruded polystyrene foam. Piano construction boards are water repellent and easy to work with. Yeah. <laughs> none, I'm none the wiser either to be honest with you uh, uh, Dip and Dunk Digestives is not right but no. you have one of Dermot and Dave Laplanket get in Carl alright have a good one bye okay, so the money's not going to Wexford it's not to go, going to Kilkenny will it go up to my new favourite county Donegal hello Peter how are you doing, Dermot? How's things? Very well. Now, I was up in a place called Dunfanaghy last weekend. Oh, and yes, I was a lovely spot. Blown away by the countryside around there. Lakes, the sea, incredible beaches, mountains, Patsy, yeah. what's uh, his face, Dunny. pub? Uh, Dunny, I came up here about six years ago, and I've been up and down for the last 13 years, but it, some of the scenery is absolutely stunning. Where are you based? Well, I'm actually based in Bunkrana. In Buncrana, okay. Yeah. I, I actually, a lovely lady in Dunfanaghy Golf Shop um, surprised me a bit because she said, "Oh, you know, there hasn't been." Um, I was saying, "God, the place is absolutely stunning here." And she's like, "I know, if only the weather had been a bit better this summer." And I was like, "But we had a great summer. <laughs> we had a, the, like the world's on fire." She's like, "It's always raining here." Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Is that true? Very true. Yeah. So, did you guys have a wet summer in Donegal? No, we we have a wet year completely. <laughs> uh, well, look, it's worth it to live in that beautiful part of the world. Oh, it is, it and is I can that. see why you, you sneakers up there are just keeping those parts of Donegal a secret. You know, well, Peter knew about it. He's obviously not from, not from Donegal originally, but we're glad you're up there enjoying it. Uh, oh, tell us, what yeah. is D and D D? I'm thinking it might be uh, Dutch and double Dutch. Dutch is, and is double this Dutch. Vera Power related. What? <laughs> Obviously not. Oh. We had the Dutch manager, the Irish, Irish oh, manager, but she's yeah. a Dutch lady. Vera Pau on the phone earlier on uh, to tell us all about the game last night. 
No. no. Not right, Peter. Sorry. Uh, not to worry. Not to worry. Can we I tell you, I'll say, fellas. Yeah, we'll send you out the Dermot and Dave lap blanket. You're a very lucky person to get your hands on one of them. Yes, my wife would be delighted. Excellent. Oh, All right, Peter. go with the other 300 rooks, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone needs blankets. We know Cheers, how it is. Thank you. All right, Peter. Have a good one. You too. Mate. See you Cheers. later. Bye, bye, bye. It's it's kind of, you know what? It's a perfect time to be giving away lap blankets, oh, yeah? Dave. Because, uh, the weather's still reasonably good, unless you live in Donegal. <laughs> Apparently, yeah, where it never is. <laughs> yeah, um, but I, I, I was sitting out in the garden last night. But it's that time where you, a little blanket helps. Look, I've been trying to tell you sit for out years. there a little bit longer. Yeah, this is what it's all about. And stick it in your car. The mind Dermot and his anti-car pensioner stance. Get your lap blanket in the car. Get in. You get in in the morning. You drape that little fella carefully over your knee. You're like. Oh, this journey just got 10% no. better. The only time you should wear a blanket across your legs when you're moving is if you're being pulled by a horse. No. Oh. And you're outdoors, essentially. <laughs> you just have to try it. Okay, we're going to have 50 euro to the but, big pile of money. Um, I used to, when I was a lot younger and you we were coming home from town after a big night, it was back in the 90s where you couldn't get a taxi. And yeah. sometimes you'd be so desperate, you'd get a horse and cart. And I remember... <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, John. I don't know. I, I'm the same age as him, and I have no recollection a of a horse and cart as an option to coming home no, from town. Not, it wasn't because Did that was the mode of transport. It was because the penny farthing was locked away. No. The Model T's crankshaft would fall out. Oh. The horses and carts on Stevens Green. You know, they were there at four o'clock in the morning when you were going. They home. were. They were because that's when they knew they could make money because there was no taxis. So they oh. were there late at night. So anyway, I used to love getting in. I'd always insist that they put up the roof, right? So you could get that full kind of Victorian carriage feeling. <laughs> and then I, I'd want to lean out through the little window. And, and call everyone peasants. <laughs> but was it not Victorian times? Yeah, exactly. The, the, the chap was extinguishing the gas well, lights. I remember going along one night and there was uh, there was people walking along the road and we were like clip-clopping past and I was like, scrubbers, peasants, throw yourselves into the road. <laughs> and, then, and then we stopped at a traffic light. We stopped at a traffic light. So all the people oh. I had verbally abused as peasants all caught up with us. So then I just sat back in my seat and hoped they'd go away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Do not get horses and carts home after a night. So, <laughs> so young <laughs> <hip>. <laughs> Oh, you peasants. <laughs> 800 quid on the line for Asher. Look at it that on Monday morning. Rachel Sweeney is from Louth. Her husband, Hugh, has been up to something. And it's your fault. Why am I responsible for Hugh's actions, Rachel? Well, he is in your fantasy football league and he wanted to get up to fourth place out of however many. Yeah. Jesus. There's thousands in that bloody thing. There's definitely thousands. Like, last time I I saw a number in there, it was 4,000 and something. So to be fourth in that is very impressive. Yeah, he got up to, I think it was 252 overall out of 9.5 million. So he's very chuffed at himself. So why am I in trouble then if this is a brilliant achievement? Because fourth and yours has made him determined now to get to number one. Right. So therefore, he's been watching extra games. He's been sitting there with the phone, checking out different scores popping up and just <laughs> ignoring me, basically. Oh, I see. So you're a fantasy football widow is what you're saying. <laughs> basically, yeah. And it's all Dave's fault. Exactly. Well, yeah. Rachel, I mean, fourth in my league is very impressive. I'm hilariously, um, famously so bad at fantasy football that in my only league, I, I usually finish in the bottom kind of 
50 or 60 players out of 4,000. <laughs> but weirdly, this season, I've actually been doing really, really well. And well I don't, I know, I've, I've been ignoring, I've been ignoring my wife too. Rachel doesn't care. Her whole point is she doesn't care. And now Hugh has gone AWOL <laughs> mentally yeah. and emotionally because of this. She doesn't want to hear more about you. This is all she hears all day. Isn't Rachel, that right? what's the name of Hugh's team? Um, celery. <laughs> celery. <laughs> He's a Chelsea fan, so it's a Chelsea connection. Uh, I, I don't get it, but okay. It's <laughs> celery. It's one of the songs that they ch- chant at the game. Oh, there's something about celery. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, actually, really sorry yeah. to interrupt for a second. Does anyone know who was watching the Man United game last night? What chant did the United fans sing at Jamie Vardy about the whole like uh, oh, Wagga Christie. Christie thing? There was some someone. I, I heard something. Then it was gone. And then somebody, I saw someone tweet about it, but they were basically slagging around. And then afterwards they went, Rune, Rune. So if anyone knows, let us know on 087 Sorry, Rachel, back to you, back uh, to you. Right, could, maybe you could take a leaf out of our Maria's book because her partner, Johnny, Maria, of course, our producer, is on maternity leave at the moment. Um, she was so kind of fed up with Johnny living in this constant world of fantasy football and watching football and talking about Liverpool and playing FIFA that she just started to do fantasy football and now she's mad into it. Well, you see, I actually do it but what happens is I, like, pick a team at the start of the season and then I just sort of forget that it existed. (laughs) Sounds like Dermot's approach. (laughs) Yeah, and maybe by Christmas I look again and go, oh, there's your man. Maybe I should make him captain or (laughs) take home about Yeah, and I have an uncanny knack for picking players that will eventually end up in court. (laughs) He does. (laughs) At least four of his squad last year were sentenced to jail time. Nobody knows how he does it. But come here, actually, you, you know what you've made me do, Rachel? You actually made me a little bit sad today, okay? Why? And it's not that, like... That you're, I feel sad that you're being left out of your life. I think like this, you know, you've made the relationship with you. You've made the decision to be in there. You have to live with his yeah. obsession with fancy football. However, what it's made me do is check my leagues in the fancy football app that's sitting behind my phone here in front of me, mm. and I've tapped into D and D twenty two twenty three because last year I made everyone on the team join. So Kyle was in there, Emer's in there, um, Dermot's in there, and Maria. Sean obviously has come back to join our team. I would have assumed that he would have put his team in there. I've just checked now. There's one team in there, Rachel, and it's me. I'm, I'm, on, I'm in a league on my own. <laughs> now, I'm, I'm currently coming I first. Win that one. Yeah, yeah, I probably will win the league, let's be honest with you. But no, like even after Maria's victory last season, she didn't rejoin. So Aww. she probably has a team so that she can, you know, have a conversation with Johnny, but she doesn't care about me. Did you watch the football <laughs> last night, Rachel? I just seen the second half. I didn't catch the first half, but sure. The goal that was when the magic happened. So. Yeah, it was so, some celebrations. Yeah, it was brilliant. It was well, great to see you now, and hopefully they'll finish it. Look, we, I don't know how to stop Hugh doing fantasy football. It sounds like nobody could stop him. He's got like... He's like an activated sleeper agent, and this is all he cares about now. But he's look, a legend. If he's fourth in my league, he's doing unbelievably well. If he's 252nd overall out of oh. nine and a half million players. He's not anymore. Uh, oh. The City game ruined him. He got, went down a couple of thousand or more. Listen. Because, um, oh, yeah. It was One, why, why, why? What happened? Well, he, he was looking, and he decided that he thought they were going to rest Haaland. So he put De Bruyne as his captain and Haaland as his vice captain. Ooh. But they rested De Bruyne. 
So Hallen came on, scored his hat-trick, and that was all going fine as long as De Bruyne didn't come on. He would have got double points. Of course. And would have won everything, basically. But then 20 minutes to go, De Bruyne come on and he Rachel, Rachel you are as stuck into this as you, no, let me I tell just, you. I feel so... I get to laugh at it. That's why I have to, you know, observe these things. Like, I cheer him when he wins, but I also laugh at him when he loses. But this sounds like this is, uh, this is all he talks about. <laughs> like, okay, but Rachel, okay, I'm going to ask you a, a personal question here. Is, okay. is Hugh's love of fantasy football and his dedication, is it affecting the old... <laughs> 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 no. My mother's probably listening to this. Uh, no, no, it is not. Oh, that's good. Okay, so he's not taking the phone out at the you know the wrong time. Triple captain me, triple captain me, Rachel. Oh, <laughs> you're better. Sorry, you talked to us now, Rachel. You're an absolute legend for coming on the phone. We're going to send you a German Dave lap blanket. Yay. So whenever he's going on about whether Haaland is his captain, his triple captain, or his vice captain, you can just snuggle down in the Dermot and Dave Laplank and go, sure, Hugh, sure. Yeah, whatever, whatever you want. Put it over your head so you can't hear him drown out <laughs> the stats. Brilliant. All right, Rachel, thanks a million. Take care. Talk soon. Bye. Bye. Apparently, what the United fans were singing to Jamie Vardy last night was, your wife is a grass. Your wife is a grass. <laughs> Jamie Vardy, your wife is a grass. Rudy, Rudy, Rudy. <laughs> Say those two lads, Jamie Fardy and Wayne Rooney, must be just like, like, for the love of God, will you put your phones away? Look what you've done. Like, whatever about... Maybe they love it, I don't know. You know, your missus getting involved in a in a row in a WhatsApp group or something, you know. Like, this is on a whole, high court. Other, whole other level. <laughs> Franz Ferdinand, take me out as Dermot and Dave. It is Today FM. Listen back to more from the Dermot and Dave show on todayfm.com. Dermot and Dave. Weekday mornings from nine on Today FM.